Oh, there Dan's back. Yeah, you fucking. And we're back. We're live. Welcome to another <laughs> fantastic episode of we're Anarchy Among Friends Roundtable Discussion. <laughs> this is uh, episode forty-seven, which I think I titled hashtag Nukemi Bitch. Yeah. Um, in response to to Congressman Salwell or whatever his name is, we'll get to him later. But before we do, let me remind you that we are covered by the BIPCOT No Government License, which allows for the reuse and distribution of this podcast by anyone and everyone except by governments and the bludgies thereof. You can learn more about that at BIPCOT.org. That is B-I-P-C-O-T dot O-R-G. We have a man down tonight. Andrew's sick. He's in bed crying about it. So What a bitch. It's okay. We got the uh, we got the, the, the OG, the OG crew in the house. What a That's fucking right. pussy! He's got a fever and he goes to bed instead of coming uh, on. Hey, I got I got a hangnail and I made it through a show. I mean, mm-hmm. he's such a yeah. Put some chicken soup in your foreskin and you'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> he's goyim. He doesn't have one. Oh, yeah. Hashtag Dan is not a doctor. <laughs> no, not at all. Don't take my medical advice. <laughs> oh, fuck. oh, I'm going to have to message that one to him. <laughs> Do it. Uh, he should be watching, even if he's too fucking pussy to come on tonight. Yeah, for real. Like, what kind yeah. of dedication is that? No shit. <laughs> I'm not sure if he can be like our ride or die. You know, he's just, I'm not feeling it today. <laughs> he's fucking uh, former special forces. Yeah, well. But has he ever pushed a human being out of his badge? That's toughness, you guys. I'm just saying. That's like special special forces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vagina on command. Yeah. <laughs> or badge, badge commando. <laughs> I am the click commander. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am the click commander. You do not fuck with movie. me. <laughs> that shit is gold, dude. I haven't seen that in years. I oh. mean either. But that just popped in my head. No, I'm gonna have to watch that. <laughs> For real. <laughs> hey baby, you ever have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got we got Derica supporting and things coming out of her nose. We're winning. Uh, I was waiting to take a drink, fortunately. <laughs> and we're off to the races. We're all total professionals here, you guys. Yeah, absolutely. For real. Without question. I mean, I've already given medical advice. The FCC won't let me be. Let me be me. So let me see. <laughs> Fucking FCC bastards. Yeah. Oh, Bunch of prick cack seconds. All of them. They're <laughs> <laughs> trying to limit my freedom. That's right. Fuck out of here. They don't care about your freedom. They're trying to groom what other people consume. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So. No if fun. you were just. If you were just you being free by yourself and not talking to anybody, they wouldn't give a fuck about you. No, they wouldn't. 
Actually, no, they probably would. They would probably call him like insane or something like that. <laughs> He's and a lock him and lock him in a in a in a padded room. <laughs> That's true. Force feed him some Ritalin or something. <laughs> Lobotomize him. You know, I'm glad that like I went to school in the age like before that shit was like really being like mm-hmm. pushed on kids. Yeah. Me too. Oh man. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, like that's like one of like a dozen fucking reasons that I can think of off like the top of my head right now why I would never send my kid to a fucking public school. But you gotta yeah. be crazy. I mean, Especially they make it so boys. it's almost impossible. They don't make it so it's almost impossible for a family not to send their kids to public school. You know what I mean? But right, but you can do it. Especially, it's especially bad for boys because mm-hmm. the public school system is not set up for boys for the way that boys need to be. They need more activity than they're afforded in public school. You know, things like yeah, that. Yeah, they get and they, antsy and shit. They yeah. do. That's why boys are like diagnosed at what is it like? 10 times the rate as girls for shit like oh, yeah, ADD, sure. ADHD. Yep. Yeah. Even the guy that fucking that invented uh, ADD or whatever said on his death that he was like, it's, you know. Yeah, it's all, it's all made up. Yeah. Yeah. It was a pharmaceutical fucking pull. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, 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 about, it's about indoctrination. I mean, you can't take four, five, six year olds and shove them into a room for six, seven hours and be like, be good, sit down, do yeah, what you're told. Exactly. And right. then, just be and quiet then, and, and sit still. Them, and then one of them doesn't <laughs> want to sit still. And they're like, oh my God, he's got ADD. Let's put pills in his face. Yeah, let's chemically yeah. lobotomize the poor kid. Wow. <sighs> like that should be seen as child abuse. Straight it the is. fuck up. It absolutely You're drugging is. children, like, but you twist it in an Orwellian fashion to say yeah. we're treating them. No, you're not. It's, it's so mm-hmm. fucked, dude. And I have... Me personally, like, I have no real issue with public schooling if it's done right, right? Like, the federal government. I think everybody should have, should have access to an education. Absolutely. I mean, Fe- the federal the federal government should not be involved in in local education. What no. what Dirica's kids learn? Oh no. What Dirica's kids go to school for? Um, should be the concern of Dirica and the community. Right. Right, it yeah, should be the, take the, the power the, away the from people, the parents, though, in public The people school. that live in the neighborhood, the people that live, you know, in, in the local area that send their kids to school there. That's mm-hmm. who should be mm-hmm. in control of the education. Yep. Not Absolutely. unions, not teachers, not bureaucrats, not the state, <clears throat> not especially not the fucking federal government and all this, you know, Common Core BS and Betty, du, Betty Duvoir or whatever the hell her last name is. Yeah. No. Yeah. Fuck off out of here. So nowadays, the only way to take back control over how your child is treated during the day and to make sure that they're being given the understanding that is developmentally appropriate for their stage and to take control of what they're learning is to homeschool. It's literally the yeah. only way to take back control. So you have to go back that. to the roots. And then even, even some states are trying to regulate homeschooling. Yo, like, I like, in certain in certain European countries, it's illegal to homeschool. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Here, here in Cali- here in California, there was a bill that would allow child protective services to yep. unwarranted to without a warrant to enter people's homes yep. to check on their children if they are homeschooled. Yeah, because they're not being monitored in the public domain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, luckily, I mean, luckily that, that, like, the they don't trust you with your own fucking children. 
Well, that and they want and to they, document every single thing about your child too. Like it's mm-hmm. like they have a fucking file on them from fucking Jump Street. Right. Uh huh. They, so they do. Think they, like have they profile. Some... They they profile you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. based on your education. And they think <laughs> that your child belongs to them and to society. Yeah. Well, if you remember, if you remember Hillary Clinton's comments about it. It takes a village. Yep. Yeah. That is totally the commie ideal too. Yeah, uh-huh. and her saying that parents play a secondary role in raising uh-huh. children. Yep. Yeah, because you're, because you're, because yeah. your kids belong to the community. Yeah, right. well, it's for the greater right. good. Yeah. yeah, fuck you. <laughs> you know what's actually wow. for the greater good is getting out of the fucking way and letting parents raise their own children. Yeah, and see, yeah. the whole thing is that like they oh. want they want to raise the kids because if you look at how things work, right? If a parent has influence on their children, their views, their ideals, their values are going to get instilled into that child as opposed to the fucking mm-hmm. state programming. And right. they don't and want... And people aren't as susceptible. Based on like... Because, yeah, I mean, they don't want moral people because if you're not... If you're like morally principled individual, you're not going to go along with fucking people that are like moral relativists. Right. But if from the you beginning of I mean? your childhood... If from the beginning of your childhood you've been <laughs> groomed to accept this one great authority in your mm-hmm. life yeah, and yeah, to do whatever it. they say, then they have you. Well, and, you know, and they their... have your children. If they can break into one generation that way. Yep. Where that's every how they lay person... the foundation. Yeah. Uh-huh. Keep continuing the cycle. Yeah. And so then these kids grow up and then they can't even mm-hmm. imagine like people are so shocked when I say that I homeschool, like, oh, that must be so hard. How do you even do that? Like, doesn't, do you have to follow us like the state curriculum? And I'm just like, oh my God. Like you can't <laughs> fucking conceive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Of any it's other like who will build way the to educate a child other than for the state to do mm-hmm. it. And they get a way more Jesus. like specialized, like personalized education, yeah. which is more like suited to their style of learning. Absolutely. You know like, I mean? for Which example, is way more beneficial. Yeah. So, for example, Caleb, he's at different levels in different textbooks because I, I get just used textbooks mm-hmm. from this website called thebackpack.com. And I get textbooks with publishing dates in the 80s and 90s um, on purpose. <laughs> and oh, they're cheap. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. They're cheap. Yeah. I got like all of his t- all of his books for this year for like 55 bucks. And that included shipping. But so he's in like his reading level is like, I would say, eighth or ninth grade. Um, Technically, he's in fifth grade, but he's still finishing his fourth grade math book because he was struggling with long division. So we were we took we stopped forward motion in math and we focused right there and we worked on it and we worked on it and we worked on it and he's got it down. You yep. know, in a way that you don't in public school because you gloss over it and you just mm-hmm. get by well, by the skin of your teeth. And yep. otherwise, the rest of they the keep class pushing is on. moving on mm-hmm. without yep. you. Well, exactly. not, only that, not only that, but and like not- in, in public school, in, in public school, they'll do, <coughs> they'll do like an hour on it. Yeah. And then give you four days of homework. Right. Yep. Yeah. And not only and that that and like, um. If you are having trouble with it, like, it's one of those things like, oh, well, can I stay after class? And, like, you know, you can, like, you know, work with me on it or, like, uh, stay after school and I can work. And, like, to a certain degree, you almost feel a level of guilt because you're not getting it like the other kids. 
Right. You know what I mean? So it's like all that right. whole like peer pressure factor, like, oh, well, I'm not like uh, along with those guys. So it's right. Like, oh, exactly. Well, there's no, well, yeah. there's no yeah. comparison against anyone else. Yeah, exactly. You're only, I don't, like, I don't give him... trying to better yourself based on your own like last, you right. know, I best. don't give him grades like A, B, C, you know, we don't do any of that. Yeah. I don't even go through and like physically with a red pen, correct his work. We just go over, I go over his schoolwork from the day before. And if there's something that looks like, you know, that he didn't get right or something that I could see he was, he had something wrong with the process. We'll sit down and talk about it before he starts mm -hmm. the next day's work, you know, and he's got me right there. So he comes mm -hmm. across something, mom, I don't understand this. Can you help me? So I walk over and we, I sit down with him and we talk about it and I come at it from every way I can think of until he gets it. So it's really, it's highly individualized. Yes. Highly. Which, but I don't feel any need to compare him to what kids his age are working on in public school because I know that they're fucking glossing over everything. Mm -hmm. Public school, all they do is exposure. I'm going to expose mm -hmm. you to this. And then, you know, you have to perform to this standard and then we're moving on. There's The teacher yep. doesn't have time to sit down with each kid and talk with them and make sure that that kid really gets it, that that kid has had their epiphany with that subject. So I get to do that all day, every day with my kids. And my kids are not going to be those incoming college freshmen that have to go through remedial fucking classes. <laughs> right. Because what they will have the basics down so solidly that they will never fucking lose them. Mm -hmm. so, one, of my, one of my proudest dad moments. First day of college. My daughter messages me, you know, HAA happy, you know, ha 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 ha. The college mm. has a safe space. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to say, like, as a parent, like, think about that impact that you're having on your child. Like, and they're going to down the line have children of their own. And because of the fact that you went through that process with them and had patience with them to show them, you know, the right way to do things. And, you know, all that stuff that like they're when they get older, they're going to look back at all that and they're going to be like, oh, wow, I learned so much from her, you know, being that way with me that right. I have a basis to work off of that I can be that way with my children. Yeah. And, you know and I, I mean, think and that's that, like that's fucking generational. Like that kind of power right. is like they want to rob parents of that power. Right. They do. And I know. And like they want to be the ones. Yeah. And I definitely think that my kids when they grow up and have kids of their own, it would feel weird to them to send their children to, you know, state yep. indoctrination day camp. Yep. You know what I'm so saying? You, you grow cycle effectively. Right. Mm -hmm. And so. we, all, all three of us are the children of indoctrinated people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So we, and broke we went the, to public school. We, we, we all, we, yeah, we all broke, we broke the cycle that we were exposed to. Right. You know, and we, created a new cycle with our kids that we hope our our kids carry forth right that's and not that to right say there that my parents fucking... did poorly they did the mm -hmm. best they could it's just not something that everybody well, thinks of it, you know not, not that's, that's, what, what you guys did is like self-empowerment that's like that's anarchism right there is that you mm -hmm. took it upon yourself yeah. to self-govern yeah. and be like okay i'm gonna make it i brought these children into this fucking... world they are my <laughs> yeah. responsibility exactly. not anybody else's exactly mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And that, that, that right there is like one of the main solutions I feel to creating a better society is that we have to take it upon ourselves to, you know, the children are key because yeah. that's what the state wants at is the children. Oh yeah. Like Absolutely. big time. And if you can yeah, you break remember, that cycle, that's like, you know, yeah. that's one of the, like, you know, you're putting a huge crack in the fucking foundation. Yeah, and remember, I'm not saying uh, my kids um, never went to public school because they did, they really wanted to at one point in time, but it just, it never fucking worked out. Yeah. <laughs> they just, Luckily. they already were too, <laughs> they were too like independently minded to fall into, you know, the fucking oh. herd mentality and it just didn't mm -hmm. work. So good. Free free minds create free people. Yeah. That's right. You gotta pass no. that torch along. Yeah. But I mean I had to give them a chance to try. You know, they wanted to go to public school. They thought it was gonna be so great. I mean, it's part of being a parent is letting go and letting your kids make some of their own choices and mm -hmm. learn from them. So Well yeah, you can't you can't deny your kids the experience right of 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 what they want uh if my right. kids my kids also did public school my my kids did a private christian school uh and then they did public school and now they are homeschooled uh, and they hated hated public school yep. they they the 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 teachers the 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 way things worked um it just it, it didn't jive with them at all right um and 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 at homeschool, the, the 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 system that they're in, uh, my daughter's a high school fresh or technically a high school freshman, while attending college. Right. So I mean, she's getting college level education for high school credits. Um, right. and she's nice. freaking brilliant. She's twice as smart as I'll ever be. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and I credit and I credit that to being homeschooled. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, Declan's only been doing school for 11 weeks hashtag spirit animal yes spirit animal. <laughs> he's been doing we've he's been working on we've been, we've been working on kindergarten work for 11 weeks with him and he's reading and he's doing math wow. problems mm -hmm. so no like as a parent that's got to make you proud like, yeah i don't know yeah i mean and he's my easiest kid to homeschool because He's the one whose mind works the exact same fucking way that mine does. You know, <laughs> yep. he's, he's my great. little carbon copy. So he's the easiest one for me to, to get. It's like easiest for me to put something in front of him in a way that I know that he can take it in and digest it. Um, I have to, I struggle with that with Caleb a little bit. I've got to, I'm always searching with Caleb. You know what I mean? Like I'm always having to stretch mm -hmm. to see things from his perspective and how his mind works yeah. um that's that's another one of those things that um public schooling fails kids on is is not n no no two kids necessarily in the same way there's what like, no absolutely not. there's like what, what is it six six types of learning or something like that at least um, i mean i would say broad categories maybe <laughs> and and public school yeah, right. appeal public school appeals to one sometimes two yeah. yeah. So that leaves, and, leaves a lot of people out in the wind. Right. And Caleb and Declan have the same parents, live in mm -hmm. the same home. <laughs> you know, it's totally it's different kids. Exact same everything, completely different fucking kids. Mm -hmm. They could not yeah. be more different in learning styles. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Like some people are better at like writing down notes <laughs> and learning that way. Some people are more like are better in terms of like uh, verbal or like you know um, like mm-hmm. visual learners. Right. So yeah, and like know. like Caleb struggles with like spatial learning, you know. But I was always really good at that. I just got it. It just always clicked for me without even yeah. Like nobody had to even things, formally yeah. educate me on that. It just clicks for me and Declan's the same way you know so like on each subject even like math and science and you know English and literature and all these things even subject by subject kids learn differently Mm -hmm. like they can learn one way easily in one subject but they can't apply that to a totally different like function like the way that you learn in English if you take notes and that's really effective for you in English it doesn't mean it's going to be effective for you in math because yeah, math is no. a whole different ball game. So yes, totally. like my favorite thing about homeschooling is how responsive it is to the student. And yeah. that's what students need. It's, well, it's yeah, totally it's, specialized it's, and you can't, yeah, you can't do that in like a 30 kid classroom. No, you can't. 30, 35 here in most of Cali. Yeah. Oh, wow. 35, 35 plus. That's even worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. Plus, <sighs> there's no there's no bullies in homeschooling. <laughs> exactly. Besides the dogs. Yeah. Well, and the brothers. I mean, there's a little sexual assault, but it's mutually consensual. <laughs> <laughs> Why do boys See, like, always I... have to grab each other in inappropriate places, you guys? <laughs> I don't know. I never if, did if, that. If you if you had one, you'd understand. <laughs> Like, I never understood that myself because I, like, never, like, had the fucking desire to, like, you know, like, fuck with other dudes and, like, punch them in the dick or anything like that. Or just left people alone. No, I had, I have an older brother. Oh, okay. And my older brother, Jake. Oh, Yeah, because it's me, my older brother, Jake, and then I have two older sisters. Oh, okay. Maybe it's different in just an all boy house where I'm fucking tired and there's no other female influence. Four boys. Yeah. Yeah. Four boys. Yeah. Well, okay. There's my husband. And then there's four male progeny. And then there are three male dogs. And then there's me. So, yeah. And I'm fucking tired. Mama's riding solo. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My soul is exhausted. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> it's like the only way you can explain it, right? Yes, yes. That's a good way to explain it, too. Like, the, <laughs> like the physical bo- body might be functioning and highly energized, but the soul is fucking exhausted and ground down. Yeah, yeah. Her, she's got, she's got an internal Charlie Brown for sure. My soul has become that. Don't nobody got Johnny time Cat for that playing, shit, lady. Uh, What's that? Right. No, I said Johnny Cash starts playing in the background. Yeah. I hurt myself, myself today. today. <laughs> See if I can. Yeah. Right. Let's let's move on. Let's move on to uh yeah, yeah. Our talks. Um earlier in the podcast, not this podcast, but like I don't know, it had to be like way six, back in the early six, episodes. It had to be like a year ago, probably a little bit more. Year and a half. Yeah, way back in the early yeah. episodes. Uh, we talked about this um uh, Amish, Amish man from Kentucky. 
He was, uh, let's see, what was he found guilty of? He was found guilty of, um, buh, 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 buh. Um, um, well, um, here's what um, he did. Here's what he did. He gathered and processed herbs and he created salves and ointments and yeah, things like uh, that out of the medicines. Like, you know, just like um, salt of the earth, old school, like remedies out of herbs and, and other things yeah. from his farm. And yeah, FDA uh, didn't fucking like that. Yeah, June 2017, he was found guilty of obstructing the federal agency and selling herbal health products that were not labeled as required by federal law. Right. Because he mislabeled. Not he, mislabeled. Yeah, but not mislabeled. The, uh, he, well, labeled, he labeled what they were. He labeled yeah. what they were. The FDA wanted them labeled something different. Yeah, but the FDA well, the won't first... even like, fucking uh, recognize or... like. Um, mm -hmm. Like they won't approve any of these uh, herbal remedies that have yeah, been around for thousands of years, anyway. Yeah. Right. Well, and but the first the first label on his thing was like it was like a cancer salve or whatever, something mm -hmm. like that, or or healing. Operated some, a business in Bath County that yeah. made produce or products that produce on skin disorders, sinus infections, and more. Right. Mm -hmm. An Amish man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Missouri federal court borrowed, barred him from distributing his products until he met certain conditions, including letting the U.S. Food and Drug Administration inspect his business. But when two agents tried to inspect the plant in November 2013, him and others blocked them and made them leave, made them leave the property. Uh, federal prosecutors said in a sentencing memorandum uh, that uh, Girard uh, knowingly and intentionally or sold mislabeled products to consumers. Uh, and did not tell them of the injunction. Yeah. Uh, so Ridiculous. yeah, he, he was sentenced to. Um, let's see. He was uh, convicted March 2017 on 13 charges. Um, sentenced June 2017 to. He's a grandfather, by the way. This is an old Amish man. Yeah, fifty-eight years. Fifty-eight years old. Wow. He was sentenced oh, to six. He, he was uh, sentenced to six years in 2007, June 2017. Um, scheduled for release April 2022. Yeah. So. Now let's let's look at let's look at history, human history here for a second to gain a little perspective on this. Just a little. He is doing. <laughs> what humanity has been doing for thousands of years mm -hmm. to treat common ailments. Thousands yeah, but they of didn't, years. They didn't have bureaucracy to fucking make shit like way more expensive <laughs> and like make sure that everything was all right. Back and then. make sure that only people who contributed to political campaigns were allowed to sell drugs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. You can't heal people without the government's <laughs> permission, Dirica. Don't you know? Yeah. <clears throat> right. Right. Nature is so dangerous absurd, unless dude. you fucking mix it with a whole bunch of polymers in a lab somewhere and yeah. press mm -hmm. it into little pills. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just look, so. look at the, look at the, look at the lights, Dirica. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, either way, he's uh, petitioning uh, Trump for a pardon. Yep. Which he won't get, but... No, because fucking, dude, if anybody should have been pardoned by Trump, it should have been Julian Assange. Yep. I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if he's like controlled opposition or... 
Yeah, like I, I don't know if Julian Assange is control, controlled opposition or what, but reg- regardless of that, like if you're just going to base that on like the just the um, you know paradigm that we're sold in terms of that whole thing in terms of WikiLeaks, um, he pretty much helped Trump win the fucking presidency. Yeah. By releasing like all the Podesta emails and all that stuff. If yeah. if that didn't happen, I don't know if you know. Yeah. Some some of the borderliners might have supported Hillary. Assuming yeah. assuming that voting actually matters at, at that yeah. level. Yeah. Right. That, that's what I'm saying. Well that's why I said within that paradigm. Right. That that were sold. <laughs> but like, you know, if if you're talking about that, you know, you would think that he would be the first per- person for him to fucking pardon. Like it's kinda crazy. Yeah, yep. drain right. the drain the swamp. Yeah, screw yeah, the fill it back up. Screw the people that helped expose the swamp. Yeah. No. So that's why Hillary's not in jail. Yeah. yeah. Well. <laughs> well, this guy should get a pardon. He should never have been in fucking prison in the first place. Yeah. No. It's just another example of you know government abuses of fucking power. Mm-hmm. Not that their power. Their power is abusive to fucking begin with. Let's get that yeah, very clear. Exactly. Just the fact that their power exists is a fucking abuse of human rights. Mm-hmm. But within the paradigm, as Dan said, they yeah. are going even beyond the boundaries of what they're supposed to be doing as public servants. Yeah. So. Oh, so that leads right into the conversation we're going to talk about with... Uh... New Cappy, uh, cocksucker there. <laughs> uh, Salwell, I think. Uh, swal- swal- yeah. Swallow, 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 Swallow. We call him Swallower. Democratic yeah. Representative Eric Swalwell from California. Oh, surprise, Shocker. surprise. Douchebag. So, yeah, um, to the, uh, the reason the podcast is, oh, this episode is named the way it is. Uh, Democratic Representative Eric Swalwell. Uh, Democrat from California caused a firestorm on Friday when he suggested using nuclear weapons against American citizens who oppose his far left gun control agenda, which includes forcing Americans to give up their semi automatic weapons. Now, this is about the Twitter thread, right? Because I yes. read that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, Swallow. Yeah, he was going back and forth with uh, what's his name there? Uh, uh, Joe Biggs. Uh, Joe, 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 yeah, Joe Biggs, the guy who used to be on InfoWars. Yeah, Swalwell made the comments uh, in response to a May news article on his radical plan that widely recirculated on Twitter on Friday in which he called for a $15 billion government program to confiscate millions of millions of guns from Americans. Yeah, um, and you know what, what kills right me there, right off buddy. the bat? Right fucking there. Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. This guy uses the term, now I hate it when they do this, fucking liberals. Mm-hmm. Listen, they think that the term semi-automatic is scary. So they want to take all semi-automatic <laughs> weapons. You mm-hmm. realize that fucking six-shooter is semi-automatic? Yeah, like, exactly. do they it's not know what fucking pull the semi-automatic means? One pull, one shot. That's semi-automatic. Yep. You just don't have to like pocket in between each shot and not only that but like fully automatic isn't even fucking sensible unless you're like trying to lay down suppressing fire or something like that Mm -hmm. yeah well 
I mean, you mean for you get like defense. fucking muzzle rise and shit. Like, you know, you're not going to get yeah. any accuracy on your fucking shots. Yeah, but I mean, for self defense, semi automatic is is perfectly adequate. Yeah, it's I, it's I, it's, it's ideal. ideal. Yeah, and but they say semi automatic, and they keep saying it, and I've run into people like this in threads, and they're like, nobody well, yeah, needs semi automatic weapons. Yeah. No, this no, even I, this goes this goes beyond semi automatic. Like right, but I just that, I just wanted and, to get I wanted to hammer yeah. on that point for a second though. Mm-hmm. Is that you know, I've ran into liberals that are like, nobody needs a semi automatic weapon. And I was like, what do you think that means? Well, where you can just spray bullets at people. That's not what fucking semi automatic <laughs> means, you assholes. It's because they've been like programmed through fucking Hollywood movies and shit. Yeah. It's because they've been told. Right. Yeah. So for starters, I am. They're getting, they're sure. to, they're being. To, the funny part is that they're being told this shit. Tell people to fucking disarm, and the people that are telling them that to say that are Hollywood fucking liberals that fucking shoot people up in their goddamn movies. <laughs> right. With okay. automatic and they have armed security. Weapons, and they have and this, this. Okay. Here, here's here's, here's another point. Here's another point for you that I don't think anyone has really publicly talked about, but they're called. But they call for a. A confiscation on civilian-owned firearms, right? <laughs> well, who's who's going to confiscate the civilian-owned firearms? Cops. Yeah, who's going right? to? The, the cop, the cops in the military, in right? Line. Right. The yeah, cops and what the are they going to be using to no, enforce hold on, that? Hold on, hold on. Are they going to take the civilian-owned firearms that the police and military own? Just about every person in the military has privately owned firearms. Yeah. Right? Yeah, if you're if course. you're calling for a blanket firearm confiscation, you're going to take firearms from the people that are taking firearms from people? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And the and you but think no, they're gonna be on your side with that? Privately, probably get to keep their own privately owned ones because uh, you know they're part of the government gang, so right. you know they get the special exemption. Yeah, but so. check right. this out, right? Or like you the people, oh, take guns away from domestic abusers. You mean forty percent of the fucking police force? <laughs> okay. <laughs> or or mentally unstable people, half of the force. Yeah. Yeah, because they're on fucking like you know psychotropic well, drugs you, or not psychotropic fucking SSRIs and shit. Well, if you remember back a couple of years ago, DHS they put out that list of like seventy-two characteristics of potential terrorism terrorists. Yeah, yeah. That like yeah, the cops that, like all and... cops fit every one of them. Uh, conservatives fit every one of them. Libertarians fit every single one of them. Anarchists fit like ninety yep. percent of them. Like nine, like <laughs> literally, literally, like three quarters of the population fit that list in some way. Oh, of course. Yeah. So and, that, and the people that list that list could be used as some sort of right. Yeah, it was the Maya and what fucking kills me about it? What kills me about yeah. it is that the people who wrote that list fit every fucking criteria mm-hmm. on that list. They just well, didn't surprise, put. Surprise. They just didn't put a last bullet point at the end that says, but you're not us. Yeah. Like it's yeah, okay exactly. for us, but yeah. it's yep. not okay for you. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So, so back, back to the article. Um, okay. So, so John Cardillo, he posted the link and it says, make no mistakes. Democrats want to eradicate the second amendment, ban and seize all guns and have all power rest with the state. These people are dangerously obsessed with power. Joe mm-hmm. big shared it. And said so basically at Rep Swalwell wants a war. 
uh, because that's what you get. You're out of your fucking mind if you think I give up my rights and give the government all the power. This yeah. guy's a status, but we're not going to get to that. But. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So Swalwell responded to the tweet by writing, and I quote, um, and it would be a short war, my friend. The government has nukes, too many of them, but they're legit. I'm sure if we talked, we could find common ground to protect our families and communities. So not only does he not know what a fucking semi-automatic weapon is, mm-hmm. but he doesn't fucking know what a nuke is either. Yep. So like, and then right, check this out. Check this out, right? This guy that's asking people... Oh well, we can come to some kind of common ground, and we can, you know, have everybody disarm, and everything can be peaceful. But we'll nuke you if you fucking don't go along with it. So what the fuck are they gonna do after everybody's disarmed? And they can't defend themselves if they decide to fucking nuke people, or they decide to right. send out the fucking gulags, or you know, whatever. Yeah. It's like if they're that psycho to fucking nuke people, like what the fuck do you think they're gonna do after you disarm? You think they're gonna be nice to you? And not only that, look. For anybody who doesn't fucking know, which I'm sure is only this Swalwell guy, I'm sure everybody else in the fucking planet knows this, you don't just nuke one person who's giving you a hard fucking (laughs) time. (laughs) Like, look, Swalwell, you want to come and confiscate my guns in King George, Virginia, and you're going to nuke me because I'm not complying? Guess what, motherfucker? You're going to kill a lot of people. You just nuked yourself, too. Because yeah, right. I live within the fucking fallout radius of Washington, D.C. So fuck you. Like, how do you not know? You, you don't nuke a person. You nuke a fucking region of a state. You know what I mean? Like, you nuke, you nuke a city and surrounding areas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't nuke one person. So, like, why? No, go, how? Hold on. This, this, art, this article is fantastic. I'm glad I found this article to use, but it goes, it goes on. There's this, I mean, this was on what, like Thursday or something like that, right? Or Friday morning that, that, that all this went down. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, Swalwell later confirmed in a tweet to the NRA's Dana Loesch that he wants to confiscate all semi automatic weapons. Um, Dana Dana shared the article and said, "High-ranking Democrat Eric Swalwell calls for confiscation of semi-automatic rifles, using 15 billion of taxpayer funds to do it, and proposed criminally prosecuting those who those who don't participate." He he retweeted and commented, "She's not lying. We should ban semi-automatic weapons by banning them by buying them back or restricting them to ranges and clubs." Hashtag is enough is enough. So. Dana replies, would you limit the ban and confiscation to semi-automatic rifles, or would you extend the ban to semi-auto handguns also, seen as they're illegally used more times and or many more times often, um, such as homicide? Right. Uh, and he did not respond to that. Mm. Maybe he finally fucking looked up what semi-automatic means. He did not look up with some automatic things. Yeah, I know that was wishful thinking, but <laughs> I'll say maybe that's why he's been quiet for the last, you know, all weekend because he was fucking actually oh. looking into how how far he crammed his foot down his throat. Like yeah. his foot is coming out of his own asshole at this point. <laughs> so he's he's choking on some heel for sure. Yeah, <laughs> he's like. Like these ignorant fucks, mm-hmm. like they think that 
they understand they don't need to listen to their opposition. And they, you know, they just, guns are bad, okay? And that's, like, all they need to know. Holy shit. You can't know what you're even talking about unless you put in some research into how these things fucking function. Well, yeah, look right? at Fe- Feinstein's famous quote about um, her her gun experience comes from looking at thousands of pictures of, of firearms. Oh, my God. Like that's that's a total paraphrase on her quote, but that was, that was the gist of it. Like she's an expert on firearms because she looked at thousands of pictures of firearms. Holy! Oh shit. my god! And this this was this was like I don't know this was like ten or fifteen years ago when she said this, but yeah, I mean this this guy Swalwell. Do you think Justin would ever call himself an expert if he hadn't spent thousands of hours at the range shooting guns? <laughs> right. No. Like he'd fucking surrender his man card at that point. <laughs> like, I mean, unless unless you dedicate your life to something, you're not an you expert. You can't be an expert. Yeah, you're not a Period. fucking expert. You're not an expert. God, like, I've dedicated almost every waking moment of my life for 16 years to raising children too. But that doesn't make me a fucking <laughs> expert by any stretch of the imagination. <coughs> Uh, yeah, I just, just nuke me, bitch! I dare yeah, you. Seriously. Yeah, I hashtag nuke fucking me. Fucking dare you! Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. Uh. N- nuke me, bitch. Um. I I I, cr- I created a meme the other day with it, with the uh the the Molan Lab flag. <laughs> With nice. you know, nuke me, bitch, instead of mold on lame. And it took off. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. You gotta send it, me that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't I, see it for some reason. It's on IG. I, it, I made it my cover oh, photo. It? It's, it's on Wolf. It's Wolf's cover photo also. How the fuck? Oh, but, um, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Um, right. And um, uh, our buddies over at the uh, Enemy of the State Dank Pod Stash, um, Nick Nick Irving Nick Irwin and uh, um, David Ballantine. They actually they made shirts. Nice. nice. So <laughs> they made they made, exactly they made shirts with that. And like it ha- one has an AK, and then there's another AR-15, another one with an M4. Um, like I want to call this Swalwell guy Duke Nukem, but he's nowhere near fucking cool enough. Yeah, no, not at all. You know what I mean? He's like the Billy Madison of firearms. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> like. He's like the O'Doyles of Bar- Barney Fife. O'Doyles rule. Yeah, he's Bar- that's, that's exactly what it is. he's Barney Fife. He's Bar- Barney Fife. He has he has one bullet in the gun, and it's emotional manipulation. Yeah, Mm-mm. that's it. That he's he's a one trick pony. He has emotional manipulation. That's it. He needs to read my book. But see, these which are the by the way, I've made some progress power. on. He needs to, he needs people- to read Ben Stone's book. People yeah. want government, and then the, it's like, okay, you created government, but you see the kind of people that get in there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we've had this discussion before. If you create a position of power mm-hmm. that is that is so attractive to people who crave power, mm-hmm. you're going to get those people. Those are the yeah. only ones who are going to make it there, the people who are willing to step on anyone, use mm-hmm. anyone, Lie about yep. anything, steal anything, kill anybody to get that 
power. Yeah, the, the, the yeah. It it fe- it's 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 a it's a power trip. It's an ego trip. It's narcissism. Um. Yep. Just that's that's exactly what it is. I mean, like you know, say they, they say they say power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Well, that's true, but. <clears throat> Power also attracts the worst elements of yep. society, yes. like flies to dog shit. Well, like we've said a million times on the show before, it's like anybody that believes in like liberty and like freedom for everyone, and just wants people to live in you know peace. I mean, relative peace. You're never going to have 100 fucking percent peace across the board. That's just impossible. It's not human nature, right? But anyway, that's besides the point. But um, you can have not. War, yeah, which is yeah. what we get no, with that's governments. What I mean. That's what <laughs> yeah. I mean. But like at the same time, it's like somebody that believes in fucking freedom and like you know, you know the whole the whole ideals that you know essentially the country was founded upon. They're not going to seek that fucking position because it's like those are the people that want to leave you alone, right? And and <laughs> it's like antithetical to that whole ideal. It is. And if, and if someone did seek out that position, they wouldn't go anywhere. No. Ron yeah, exactly. Paul. Ron Paul. Perfect example. Yeah, like we were Dr. talking no. about last time. How many? How many mm-hmm. of his promises did he actually get mm-hmm. past? No, not a fucking not a fucking one thing. of them. Yeah. Nope. Nope. <clears throat> Audit the Fed. Well, no, <laughs> it never happened. Yeah. <laughs> but the Pentagon got audited, and they for the first time, and they failed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is it between like HUD and uh, DOD? I think it's like twenty-three trillion dollars. I'm missing. It's something insane. That's just between two bureau, or like you know, two bureaucratic well, institutions that are unelected officials. No, it's, it's totally. It's, no, it's it's a trillion. A trillion yeah. Um, Catherine trillion. Catherine Austin Fitz did a. Uh, she researched it. If you want to look it up, it's, it's okay. was her talking about it all over YouTube. But yeah, well, she, I don't, she I don't think, was um like economic. Seven, Seventeen years of war helped. Yeah, no. no. Well, I mean, it all goes into a black hole and then it gets refunneled into like uh, black ops and fucking, mm-hmm. you know, ter- terrorist proxy groups for us to overthrow fucking governments. This is the war governments. that never ends. Yeah, exactly. Yes, it goes on and on. Well, what happened in 1984? You know what I mean? It was like the whole society was based on like a police state at home and, and it, it, like wanna, eternal, never ending fucking war. That now. Some people. Started fighting it, not knowing what it was. <laughs> I, I used that, that the other day. I used that the other day with the uh, military industrial complex. <laughs> no, I used uh, uh oh the the wheel the wheels on the bus. Right. Wheels on the military mm. industrial complex go round and round, round and round, right. round, and round <laughs> all through the genocides. Right. Oh man. Yeah. Because <laughs> because the, the Senate the Senate uh turned down a bill. That would have stopped U.S. arms manuf- or U.S. arms being sold to Bahrain, and Bahrain is one of the Bahrain or Bahrain. Bahrain yeah. is is one of the major, um, one of the countries that is is bombing the shit out of Yemen, causing the Yemen genocide. Yeah, yeah but yeah. Bahrain is also don't hear a thing about headquarters that. for the U.S. Fifth Fleet, mm-hmm. and. The U.S. has an enormous military presence in Bahrain. Mm. That's like one of the major staging grounds for everything in the Middle East. No, like, what is that? Like the Strait, the Straits of Hormuz, or whatever the fuck it is. Between yeah, Saudi Arabia and Iran. Uh huh. Yeah, and well, you know, Bahrain is an island off the coast of Saudi yeah, Arabia. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I had so, I, I had a friend she was in Bahrain, <laughs> and I was asking her. I was like, 
Is it yeah, like the same shit where you guys got to wear Arabia like T-bar ring? Yeah, a, I was yeah. like, you guys got to wear like garbage bags, like the chicks in like fucking, you know. Yeah, oh, it's like the Las like, Vegas nah, totally of the different. Middle East. Yeah, I was like, that's so crazy. Yeah, yeah, I guess they have, like, like strip, a lot of a lot like, of. The, <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say, dude, that. so these, like, these, a lot of these drugs Saudi and, like, princes. Yeah, exactly. This is so funny. They think that they think that Allah can't see them outside the boundaries of the kingdom. Yeah. of saudi arabia so they take <laughs> so pallets ridiculous. not briefcases not suitcases they take wooden pallets of cash across the bridge to bahrain and they fucking they're there to wreck pussy and stuff dollar bills down strippers g-strings and, and they go fucking, fucking hog and... while yeah. they get drunk and yeah, yeah they just they fucking go nuts in bahrain <laughs> yeah that's fucking Ooh, wild. But I guess there's a fuck. lot of there, there's a lot of like human rights violations in Bahrain too, like in a lot of like, Get you know, like pr- pr- prison tortures and like all kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. there's all kinds of fucked up things going on. Well, everywhere. if they're one of our allies, I'm sure they're everywhere. guilty of human rights violations. Well, it's, <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of comes with the territory. Let's make this clear, though: every government <laughs> on the planet is guilty well, yeah, of, of course. human rights violations. Of course. True. Yeah, it's not Has, just the hashtag. US. Yeah, hashtag Chicago Black site. The you know the U.S. Yeah, is right, just the seriously. one that we happen to know the most about because that's where we fucking where we live. live. Yeah. So we focus yeah. on it. But you know, we are not saying that there is a better place on this planet. This whole no, planet really. is a fucking shithole of government coercion. It's different, a different plantation, except for maybe yeah. Switzerland. All plantations well, suck. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I mean, it's. We're not saying the U.S. is worse than the rest of the world. We're not, no, not saying it's better than the rest of the world. We're just saying just these the... are the many faces mm-hmm. that government manifests. Look at the yep. globe, and you can see all the different faces yep. Yep. that this we're bullshit not, We're not anti-U.S. We're no. not anti-United States government. We're anti-all coercive government. Yeah. 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 So, so. Speaking of government and elections... This is from this. This is so like this is government summed up so nicely. He ran for judge, lost, changed parties, took an Irish name, won a Cook County race. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta fucking remember that next time. Dude. Oh, God. Like, Aren't you the guy from Game of Thrones? And I'll be like, no, that's wrong, Hoder. But you have to vote. Vote your conscience. <laughs> yeah. Uh, these people <laughs> voted their conscience. No, nobody fucking. <laughs> Look, you don't actually know these motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But he's, he's, got, crazy, he's got that. He's got that magical letter behind his last name on the ballot. <laughs> cool. Yeah. My my party right or wrong. Yeah. So besides I voting, guess, I, I, guess, sitting... I guess Swalwell is going to have to change his name to O Swalwell if he ever fucking runs for president. <laughs> <laughs> Mick Swalwell. Oh no, wait. Mick Swalwell. <laughs> <laughs> That's Scottish. <laughs> oh. uh, no, no, that's that's Mac Swalwell. If, I think oh, Mick right. Swalwell is Irish. Mick is Irish. Mac yeah. is Scott. That's right. No, he's that's got right. he's got to throw he's got to throw like <laughs> like Black Eagle Swalwell Garcia or something like that. <laughs> that way he gets everybody's vote. <laughs> oh, besides oh. voting out a sitting judge on Tuesday for the first time since 1990, Cook County voters also elected a Democrat to be judge for the Northwest suburbs. 13th sub-circuit for the first time since the county established sub-circuits in 1992. 
The new judge, Shannon P. O'Malley. <laughs> the name might not sound familiar because Judge O'Malley was going by his old name, Philip Spiewak, or Spiewak, S-P-I-W-A-K. Oh, my God. And listen to this, you guys. <laughs> I, it, okay, in Ireland, Shannon is a gender-neutral name. Yeah. It, it actually, could be a boy. It, it could be a girl. That, it actually brings that up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so, so people so, just see the sign that says yeah. Shannon and think it's a woman mm -hmm. running. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. The, name, the name might not be familiar because Judge O'Malley was going by his old name, Philip Spywalk, Spywick, S-P-I-W-A-K, when he unsuccessfully ran as a Republican for a judicial seat in Will County, 2010. Irish sounding names have long given Cook County judicial candidates an electoral edge. It might also not. It might. It also might not have hurt that O'Malley's first name is gender neutral in a year when Democratic <laughs> women won elections up and down the ballot. Yeah, O'Malley, okay. a Hoffman Estates lawyer who changed his name in 2012, didn't respond to messages left at his office about the name change. He won by nearly 2,300 votes over Republican Daniel Fitzgerald, despite failing to get the recommendations of Bar Associates after declining to submit information about his qualifications. Oh, my God. So this guy literally won based on his name and the letter behind his name. <laughs> Jesus. After changing his name and the letter behind it. <laughs> After refusing to submit evidence about his qualifications and without the approval of the fucking local bar association. God bless America. God bless Democrats. <laughs> oh, Holy yeah, shit. that too. Well, you know, that's the thing that boggles my mind is how, like, any of them win when they've been so off the fucking rails and it's just like they've gone full-blown yeah. socialism. Oh. Because yeah. they like, don't give a fuck uh, about uh, any of it. It's like the American populace for... is that fucking dumb? Yes. Yeah. In 2010, <laughs> Albert Klump did a study that found judicial candidates with Irish and female-sounding names in Cook County had an advantage, particularly in primaries or retention votes. But Klump said it's more likely that O'Malley won not because of switching names, but because he switched parties. Quote, I found that 90% of the vote in these November partisan races for judgeship is determined purely by party identification. Yep. No, it's because of both. Because you know what? The fucking Democrats are not going to elect some dude named Philip that used to be a Republican. Okay? But some person... <laughs> who signs say Shannon and it's a democratic sign. Oh, they're yeah, all fucking yeah, right. over that. Can you yeah, imagine right. how they felt Identity when they found politics out that the person that they elected was yeah. a fucking dude? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude probably played wait, their identity wait until this article comes against out. them. Wait until people start seeing this article and they're like, oh my God, he's a Republican. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I they're going to be crying that. foul and oh, he's... Yeah, right. He abused the system and the process. You know what? If your process can be abused like that, your process is shit. Yeah. Okay. Your process doesn't deserve to exist. It's shit. Well, somebody was pointing out like, um, there were like, there was like 21 different things that they listed. I mean, obviously there's more, but I mean, like for all the things that you have to show ID for that are like oh, yeah. way more like, you know, like nothing in comparison to like I can't, you know if, if, I if your can't vote believe... actually mattered you know what i mean right like you would think that you would have to show an id for it 
state of California, <laughs> state of California, I cannot buy dry erase markers, highlighters, or sharpies through the mail. Right? Yeah, you can't. And, and, and I have to look show, under. And I have to show ID for them if I buy them in the store. Yeah, and if you yeah. look under a certain age, you it's can't so see crazy. a rated R movie without showing ID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. So get a fishing license, any of that shit. But you can totally pick who's going to rule everybody yeah, without right. an ID. By the, sound, by the sound of their name and the letter. Not after. that it's any more legitimate if you had to show an ID, but I mean, it's like at least, you know. Some some logical consistency. Come on now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Seriously. Well, it's not, none of it's logical, but at least like systemic consistency would be nice, you know? Like, <laughs> right. like consistency in your fucking paradigm. Hey, if you, don't vote, if you yeah. don't vote with the party, Derek, we're going to drop a nuke on you. Yeah, fucking <laughs> nuke me, bitch. That's just that's just that's just the solution for everything now. It yeah. is. It's just gonna fucking, fucking oh, nuke me. You brought you brought your fucking peanut butter and jelly sandwich to school in a brown paper bag. You racist. We're gonna nuke you. You know what? Did fucking you ever nuke hear, me. did you ever read that article? No. Yeah, it was like in Seattle or something. They said that like brown paper bags were racist. Oh or yeah, peanut, peanut butter yes. or, yes. sandwich. Peanut butter yeah, jelly yeah, too. yeah. Uh, there's, yeah. There, there's a there's a new one there's, that's been up, that's been upped uh, like as bad yeah, as that I'm one sure, I'm sure it, there's been upped uh, a town in England um, has set regulations or a, a school in, in England has set regulations that kids can't wear expensive coats to school because it's poverty oh, because, shaming yeah yeah right of course like <laughs> sorry ah. kids you can't be warm because the the other kids. Can't afford a four hundred dollar coat. Well, and then there are those assholes well, in that's... England saying it's not fair to read to your children from a young age because uh-huh. that increases the fucking educational disparity between them and children whose parents don't okay. read to them. So, yeah. so let me ask you guys this this question really quick, right? Now, isn't this like a prime fucking example of like handicapping society, a certain aspect of society? Oh, like, dude, you know, it, like, it's in, not... in like. In like it Harrison screams, Bergeron, you know how they were like screams Harrison Bergeron, like like yeah, Kurt Vonnegut I mean. Jr. to me. Yeah, yeah. And like they handicap people right. that were like you know excelled at certain things because it wasn't fair to the people that fucking couldn't do it. How about how about and Ritalin and like, ADHD drugs? Yeah. Hey, and if if anybody out there is a big like fantasy fan, the the Sword of Truth series with <clears throat> Terry Goodkind is fucking amazing. And the Never heard I of think it. I think the sixth. You haven't heard of it? No. Holy shit, Dan. What is it I called? I will send you. It's called the Sword of Truth series. The first. Okay. Write it down. Do you have something to write this down with? Yeah, my phone. Okay. Well, you need to. Okay. So you need to look up Terry Goodkind. <laughs> I'll, I'll okay. drop a link in the Telegram chat. And the first book yeah, is. Yeah, do that. The first book is Wizard's First Rule. But the book in his series that is amazing on this topic is called Faith of the Fallen, and it is my favorite book of all time because it deconstructs fucking socialism and communism all the way down to the bullshit fucking rationale that it sits on, and it tears it apart. And I love that fucking book. Awesome. It is, it's a great dissection of exactly what's wrong with communism. So Everything? Yeah, everything. But it is it's an it's an epic series. It's not like you can read the books out of order. You have to read them in order. Because yep. there's, you know, it's all one long story. Like each book picks up the day yeah, after the previous book. What's that? When was it written? 
he just finished the the final book of the series like two years ago, I think. Oh, okay, so it's recent. <clears throat> yeah, but it's like there's like fifteen or sixteen books in the series, and they're oh, huge wow. books, huge. But they are so now, fucking is, good. Now he just like he like breaks it down like it's um it's like a nonfiction. No, it's fiction. It is way oh, it is. fiction. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's 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 so amazing. Like, kind of like fantasy. Yeah, or... fantasy. Oh, mm-hmm. cool, awesome. Yeah. yeah, I'm big into like stuff like that. Yeah. So. So what he like great... kind of like uh it's like a allegory for socialism or communism kind of thing. Well, yeah, I mean, like the the characters at that point in the story, they're encountering this this other government that is very very communistic, and it does all the same shit where it, like. Like everything is decided by committee based on how fair it is, and their entire economy is collapsing because of it. And yep. you know, and he starts this like revolution in the fucking heart of this, of this wicked empire. It's really fucking good. It's really good. So at any rate, I just that reminded me of those books. So if you're into fantasy and you're a liberty lover and you haven't read Terry Goodkind's Sort of Truth series yet. What the fuck have you been doing with your life? <laughs> Jesus, Derica. I'm serious. Yeah. shame me. Well, I'm just saying those books are are probably responsible for building the foundation in me that made me receptive to the ideals of liberty. Huh. You know what I mean? Yep. So I think you'd love them, Dan. You would I, love yeah, I, I'm sure. I I love like fantasy and stuff like that. Like that's oh, like yeah. uh, woven into the plot. Um, yeah, check this out. I have a great um, <laughs> great quote by Ludwig Ludwig von Mises. Mm-hmm. It says the champions of socialism call themselves progressives, but they recommend a system which is characterized by rigid observance to a routine and by a resistance to every kind of improvement. They call themselves liberal liberals, but they are intent upon abolishing liberty. They call themselves Democrats, but they yearn for dictatorship. They call themselves revolutionaries, but they want to make the government omni- omnipotent. Uh, they promise the blessings of the Garden of Eden, but they plan to transform the world into a gigantic post office. Every man a subordinate clerk in the bureau. Yep, they're fascists. They are fucking fascists. Yep. Well, it's the complete opposite of liberty. It's like it's yeah. it's 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 the ultimate like centralization of everything on steroids with no right. other options. Yep, and to no me, that's essentially that's what fascism is to me. It's the know? total limiting of choice. Yep. And that's really what when people ask me what what does liberty mean to you, it's the right for me to choose. Mm-hmm. And the yeah, more yeah. choices I have, the more freedom there is. Liberty you know I mean? is free will. De- de- decentralization, yeah, and with decentralization, there's going to be way more solutions across the board to problems that we face than yeah. one size fits all that we're trying right now with centralized government. Yep. Exactly. And you know what? Fucking deciding anything by committee has never gotten it decided People just argue quickly or well. You let always people get, decide what what works yep. best for them, right? And then, you know, right? And, and people are going to be like, "Oh, well, that decision. works for them." I'm, I'm going to do what they're doing, obviously, because you know, or whatever. Because right. when you make it a way. committee decision, you you're you're going to end up with um, 
a solution that doesn't mm-hmm. actually work because it had to fucking, it had to be gerrymandered to fit into everybody's opinions of how things should yeah. go. Yeah. And it had to be filtered through all the egos on the committee and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and there was tons of compromise. Right, exactly. And and you're going to get a one-size-fits-all. It's like having, it's like selling shoes. If the government sold shoes, they would be one-size-fits-all. <laughs> but in reality, they would only fit a size two. So nobody yep. would fucking have shoes. <laughs> because... And there would be a beat-ass fucking pair of like Converse All-Stars, but not even Converse All-Stars. They'd be like a generic brand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And they'd fit only people with one fucking shoe size, and they wouldn't yep. fit anybody else. <laughs> they would fit the, and the rubber part foot the front and like nobody cut off. else. Yeah. So your foot can hang over if it's too big. Yeah. Or you actually you're probably not even afforded that luxury. Foot and then they would, <laughs> and then they would have yeah, middle right. of the night no knock raids for people who got shoes on the black market that actually fucking fit. Oh my god! Now that you're just talking crazy. Just yeah. Fit. Well. Where where the, where the shoes are getting nuked? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Where the shoes are getting nuked? I mean, that's just crazy. <laughs> and if talk you tried to, like, to people... not buy shoes and just go barefoot, they would fucking come and take Ooh. your children away. Well, that, that you'd have to pay a fine next year when, with taxes, right? Just like Obamacare, right? <laughs> <sighs> but it wasn't by... a tax. But it was a tax, right? Yep. By the, tax, by the shoes. Wasn't, it's Schrodinger's tax. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it was. Dude. It's Schrodinger's tax. <laughs> like I love that. Like they said it wasn't a tax, and then like the Supreme Court ruled that it was a tax, so that they could pass it. Yeah. I was like, "Well, wait, what?" <laughs> <laughs> and everybody was hang like, "Yay, free health care, but not really." Yeah, hang on a second. And prices went up everywhere. <gasps> I wonder why. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and coverage oh, oh, went once down. Once again, one, once again, limit limiting of choice. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow, look at that. Yep, and people can't even use their insurance <laughs> because they can't. They don't even. They <laughs> the don't even get all the like way through their eight, fucking deductible. Eight million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and Andrew finally got back to me. He says that uh, your medical advice, Dan. Um, seems vaguely unhelpful, but again, he's no doctor. You got to put a needle in your urethra. <laughs> vaguely, holy shit! Vaguely yeah. unhelpful. Vaguely unhelpful, yeah. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> it's vaguely likely to give you fucking blisters on your dick. Is what? No, no, no! You gotta like let it cool down to room temp. Oh, oh, well, now it makes boiling rate out of the fucking pot. Jesus Christ, what kind of fucking maniac do you think I am? I'm still confident I didn't do it right. (laughs) That makes sense. Seriously, now you're gonna have to go to the hospital for that, you fucking loony (laughs) tune. Pornhub offers free blowjobs for for upstate New York residents. Into that fucking transition. Yeah, that's a good segue. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. international pornography portal Pornhub has launched a promotion in New York, offering free leaf removal services. The website will work with a local company to help ease resident seasonal labor while promoting their brand. During fall, nature unveils her most alluring and vibrant colors, but her bounty is not always appreciated by the residents who have removed the countless fallen leaves from their property. 
This year, however, resident Duchess County in upstate New York will have an unusual ally, a porn site. Oh my God. A Dude, Duchess County is like not far from me at all. Public service. Who would have thought? But who will build the roads? Dominoes. Will the cli- build the, the roads. clients are going to get blown. Yeah. yeah that's- They'll be blown away. <laughs> the, the campaign is suggestively titled Pornhub Blows America. And the company's pressure is. <laughs> <laughs> See? I was on the marketing team. That is damn good PR, you guys. And the company's <laughs> press release was unsurprisingly not short of uh, thematic jokes. Quote, this, quote, this fall, Pornhub is lending a hand and offering a blow to uh, an offering to blow America and remove your lo- leaves for free. After all, we're experts when it comes to blowing and sucking. So who wants to get blown by Pornhub? Oh, my God. <laughs> Wrote the company's vice president, Corey Price. Do you see, you guys, humor. Humor does more for your freedom than the fucking government does. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Humor and and wanting to build goodwill in the community and, you know, wanting to get their brand out there and in front of people's faces drives these companies, these huge companies, to do things that are good for the fucking community. All right? I mean, without government, who would build the fucking roads? We know, we've been <laughs> over this how many fucking mm-hmm. times. Like how yep. many times do we have to show you that there is incentive to help people? There, there is incentive. The market provides incentive mm-hmm. for helping other people. It always has, yep. and it always it, fucking will. You know, Domino's. You know, Domino's will build the roads and fix the potholes. Pornhub will blow your yeah. lawn for you. Well, maybe cannabis dispensary should fix the potholes. <laughs> There's yeah, gotta be a joke now in we're there talking. Somewhere. Yeah. I mean, you got to find the right match between like problem and like a pithy solution that fits with a specific company. And then they can capitalize on the humor that surrounds it. There's nothing wrong with that. You want to get stoned? Smoke some (laughs) pot and we'll fill your holes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nobody should have a hole where their pot should be. <laughs> the op the fl- the flip side of that coin, Kansas City health inspectors throw away food meant for the homeless. Oh, this good guys. Shit makes me so mad. Good guys. Oh, this this is so much. This is so much. I just Kansas City, Missouri. The Kansas City Health Department dumped food that was prepared for the homeless Sunday evening. This is like a week ago. Um. Uh. Ilias Davis Park, one of the three places where the health department stopped a group called Free Hot Soup. The group called uh, KCTV5 News and said that health inspectors dumped out food such as bean soup and told them to leave the parks. For the Didn't past- they pour bleach on it? Is yeah, that- I, I was. Yeah. Oh, okay, all right. Wow. Uh, for the past three years, Jennifer McCarthy wanted to pay it forward. Quote, we got sick of looking and seeing people on the streets that were hurting, she said. She volunteers with Free Hot Soup, an organization organization that brings food and clothing to Kansas City homeless homelessness community. Quote, we have lots of hats and gloves because it's cold and they have no home. Uh, some hopeless some homeless depend on these meals. It lifts you up, it makes you feel like you can make it proclaimed Paul Spicer, a free hot soup recipient. Uh, McCarthy was shocked when police and health inspectors showed up at Elias Davis Park where the volunteers were serving a hot meal. Quote, there were so many people waiting in line, uh, voiced McCarthy. A health department official told KCTV5 the group was serving improperly prepared food without a permit. 
And you know what kills me about this story? Hang on one second. Fucking scumbag. If you saw the picture that came with this headline when I fucking saw it, those, the cops who were there enforcing this were fucking obese. And it was the Mm -hmm. most disgusting thing that they were throwing out food that was meant for homeless people with nothing. These obese fucking privileged cops sitting on their high horses throwing out food that other people desperately fucking need. Just doing my jobs. Yeah. Health department officials said Kate told KCTV that the group was serving improperly prepared food without a permit. They shut down the three locations where McCarthy and other volunteers were working. Quote, they told us we could throw away the meals or they would do it. One volunteer took video of inspectors dumping food into plastic bags and said they poured bleach on it. The health department said that's normal practice to make sure no one eats the discarded food. So instead you'll have them eating out of dumpsters and stuff, right? But but if you're walking down the street with a quart container of leftovers from your own fucking refrigerator, mm-hmm. you can give it to somebody who's homeless and there's no fucking problem. Uh, it's just when you try to organize and help a whole bunch of them at once that yeah, they give yep. you fucking trouble yep. about yeah. it. D- despite what happened, McCarthy continued her weekly route with the food she and volunteers had left. Quote, we've always had a mutual respect. We don't know what happened. We don't know why it happened. It's ridiculous. We never had an issue ever, said McCarthy. But the health department says that they have warned free hot soup in the past about serving community meals. Quote, not preparing food carefully puts everyone at risk. The homeless, in some cases, have even more challenges. Their ability to fight off an infection may be even less, said the health department. Well, their ability to fight like off they fucking care. starvation yeah, is but like even they- less. Like they, uh, like, like they even give a shit. Like, you know, if these people die of like an infection or something, like they're going to like it's going to be a less yeah. of a burden on society in their eyes. Yeah. Monday, free what hot soup. Question, yeah. Monday, uh, free hot soup. Question. What's the difference <laughs> between what they do at a park and a birthday party or barbecue? The permit that is required is free for those types of organizations. So that's why they did it. They did not have a piece of paper. permit. They did not. They did not Generate have the, revenue. They did not have the government's permission to feed homeless people. Did they, the even, they, did they even cite what was incorrect about the way the food was fucking prepared? No. It's, well, because, they, it's, it's because they did not have a permit. Yeah. yeah. It had nothing to do with not, the fact that the not, food was prepared right or not. It fucking pisses me off. Mm-hmm. It's not we found that, you, that this food was improperly mm-hmm. yeah. Prepared. What it is is you failed to prove to us that it's properly prepared, uh-huh. and that's that. That's fucking as if proven innocent. Yeah, as yeah, if that matters to the people that are starving. Yeah, right. No. Yeah. They're like, uh, dude, can I just get some soup? Like, um, yeah. Like you know, like we're just gonna do a transaction here real quick. Yeah. Like fact, I'll fucking like, I'll eat the pocket right now. The fact yeah. that they poured bleach on the food so <clears throat> nobody eats it proves that it is not about feeding the homeless. It is no, not no. about what they did. It's not about caring for it's anybody. It's not about caring. It's not about safety. It is about the government control. permission. It's about it's control. About control. It's about All the right, permit. So, like what other job other than like, you know, government or you know being a cop or whatever, like, do you go into the position and your incentive is to be the biggest <coughs> fucking scumbag you can possibly be 
on the face of the earth to move up right. Yeah. Like it, and it's to like, make, it's make so people's lives insane, harder. Dude. Yeah. Like, what other job is there out there where your job is literally to fucking make people's lives harder? Nope. None. And, uh, not and that I can think of. One, one, one quick point. I just, I just want to make this. What is the difference between this group, the the groups here in California, the the old ninety year old man in Florida, mm-hmm. and the and the group in Texas? What is the difference right. between them? The group in Texas is armed and they don't get fucked with. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh. Yep. But according to Solwell, he would fucking nuke them for feeding the homeless. Yep. Because they have guns. Yeah, this this fucking, you know what, the, the longer I live and the more that I look into it and the more that I think about it and the more these stories we go over, the more convinced I am that statism is a fucking mental disorder. Oh, it totally it, is. It really is a fucking mental disorder. Well, it's not only a mental disorder, but there's like different levels to the mental disorder because then you have like yeah. people that are like uber fucking statists mm-hmm. that are like, you know, communists or whatever. And that's like, yeah. that's like well beyond like, that's just, that's, I mean, that's, yeah. relatively that's, like, I guess you could say quote unquote normal kind of statism. Right. Like your everyday super patriotic nationalism. It's yeah. not like that. It's like, it's never enough. No, that's like, that's that. like, that's like international centralization like of everything. globalist yeah yeah that's pretty much what they want i mean that was the yeah. the main the main agenda behind the communist movement to begin with was internationalism yeah yeah like you guys you guys remember in history class reading about the, the roman gladiators right and how how gladiators each had their own schools where where, where they were they were owned essentially by 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 the rich and elite, and mm-hmm. they were they were trying to fight at these schools, and then they went into the arena and they fought each other, and whoever and they were slaves, who, yeah, and they and were. then whichever yeah. whichever slave won that house or or school or whatever you want to call it, they they were paid they a guild? Certain, yeah they, they were paid money and blah blah blah. Mm. Yep. it's the and modern day prestige modern, and political clout and social yep. currency and modern day politics is no different. Nope. Yeah. Right. It's still Absolutely just no fucking bread and circuses. Well, it really uh, is. Jesse Ventura was like one of the people that put it like best. And he said, because, you know, he was a former professional wrestler other than being like, you know, movie star and a governor mm-hmm. and shit. But he was like, you know, since he's like, I, you know, I had experience as a governor or whatever. He's like, so I got to see behind the scenes of like what goes on. And he's like, and they all, you know, pretend to be, you know, foes, like, you know, people in a, you know, fucking wrestling it's no different than wrestling. And, the, yeah, and then and behind the scenes, wrestling. they're all fucking buddy buddies and, you know, hanging out <laughs> yeah. with each other and like, shit. And it's like, like, well, like, like, okay. like, perfect example of this was like, uh, what was it? Joe Biden just like awarded the fucking uh, the Liber- Philadelphia the Liberty Medal. Yeah. yeah, Liberty Medal to George Bush mm-hmm. for like, you know, I got, uh, I got one even better than that. The cause of freedom that. and shit. Like, it's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, they're all in on it. I got one even better than the Democrats, you know, took over the House. Took, took mm-hmm. control of the house, like majority in the house. The moment, the moment they took that over, Nancy Pelosi said impeaching Trump is off the board. Yeah, really. The next, the next day, the next day, Trump endorsed her for, for the, the house, house yeah, yeah, majority yeah, yeah, speaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I yeah. saw that. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. And, and now on. people don't want her to be. Now people don't want her. Or people, but taking the down Trump is the exact yeah. platform that every fucking Democrat yeah. campaign. Yeah. Huh? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, they're fucking using 
people and people just well, not only that, don't not see Not only it. that, but if if they think that that's going to go anywhere, that's going to be like the same shit as Bill Clinton, like when they impeached him in the House, but the Senate didn't fucking kick him out of office. Right. And, and not like they'll have anything on him anyway. Like they haven't found anything yet. Yeah, and how many Americans do you think think that the word impeach means kick out of office? Oh, yeah. I've seen people use oh, it that so way. Many, and it's, so many people. So God, many people think what it that means, impeach though. means kick Well, they don't understand it's, how government works, though. Most of them. Yeah. That's they true. They never you took know, a civics. Uh, they never took a civics class. Well, how but they tell us to take <laughs> civics classes because we obviously don't understand because we don't believe in any of it, and that just kills me. Because you know, I mean, like I could sit here for three hours and explain, you know, this process for, you know, how how bills become laws and, you know, and how lobbyists relate to, to yeah. you know, congressmen and how these things have to go back and forth through committees. And like, I could fucking explain all this shit to you just because I don't believe in it. Doesn't mean that I don't fucking know how it works. Well, you should I, be knowledgeable. And if you're using the word if, if I know how it works for kicking him out yeah. of office, uh-huh. then I guarantee I know how it works better than you yeah. do. Yeah. I know well, how exactly. it works. That's why I don't support it. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing. It's like people think that, like, just because you know you're an anarchist or whatever, and you don't believe that you know there should be that you're you know, just apathetic centralized governance. Yeah, that you don't give a fuck, but it's like most of us understand how the shit operates better than fucking any like you know, yeah, like civics. I'll tell you what, it's not like, because you know I, I mean? don't it's give like... a fuck. It's because I gave so much of a fuck, and I spent so much time and energy <laughs> exactly. learning about this mm-hmm. that I finally fucking gathered enough information to give me the whole picture. And you know what? The whole picture is fucking out. rotten. I want yeah. out. I'll I'll even, I'll even go I'm opting out. Yeah, I'll even go a step further. Like, I have no issue with government. If people want to live under government, if people want to pay taxes and well, have police, all that good stuff, I have no issue with that. I have a major issue with it being forced on people. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. do and not. To me, that's what defines it, it as a government. Otherwise, like, it's, otherwise, it's trade. It's, you know, if it's forceful, yeah. it's government. Otherwise, it's trade, in my opinion. But, like, if you want all those services and things like that, exactly, you know, and you want to pay the taxes and you want to be part of this society, fine, fine. But you know what? You need to let me not be a fucking part of it. That's, but see, that's the whole thing is, is that they should have you sign a contract when you're old enough and knowledgeable enough and paying taxes to understand that, okay, this is what I'm signing into, not when mm-hmm. you're so like born when out you're of your 30. fucking mother's no. womb. Like when you're 30. Like, well, what I'm saying is, like, when they sign your birth certificate, that's them signing you up for citizenship. Like, you have no, no yeah. knowledge of that. Your parents are doing it for you. Yeah. Fuck, fuck your social contract. Well, that's but what I'm saying. But they can't do that because... But that's how they hoodwink so you. So many people would opt out. Yeah, exactly. So they can't give you the choice. Yeah, no. And that's our beat. It's like, oh, well, we already pledged you no as choice. collateral against the fucking national debt. So. <clears throat> but, You're in, uh, bud. Speaking of, na- speaking <laughs> like, of national debt... Uh, last month, October 20, 2018, uh, $100.5 billion deficit okay. in, one, in one month. Well, what, at this, this point, is totally really, what sustainable, though, you guys. Oh, that's, that's, that's totally like, you know, it's, it's yeah. drops in the bucket. We need more tariffs. That's what we need. We need, we need more tariffs. But what did that change well, in New York it, say? 
What do you mean? How do you pay for healthcare for everybody? You just pay for it. God, I cannot well, wait. My suggestion. I cannot wait until that lady gets into office and falls completely on, completely flat on her face. Yeah. She wow. she will be she will be the same as Bernie Sanders, and and Ron Paul. Who Cor- Cor- Cortez? Yeah. Or whatever. Like yeah. she she yeah, will get she will get into office. God. She will get into office and do absolutely fucking nothing. Yep. Because she's too fucking stupid to even. Well, function. she. I'm sure she's probably got handlers because you know they're grooming her. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, but Bernie Sanders, like, is one of her handlers. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. Exactly. And he was I mean. so fucking successful. What's what's, <laughs> what's the last bill Bernie got? Well, they, yeah. But think about this, right? Like, that's that's the thing that you say that like Bernie wasn't successful. Like, yeah, he wasn't in terms of gaining any kind of like substantial <laughs> platform. But he spread the idea of socialism, which is he did. fucking way detrimental yeah you know what i mean and like and she's just kind of taking up that mantle to kind of like spread it to the youth even more yeah but at the same time i also see a rift within like you know the millennials because i see that there's a lot of them that are like uber fucking conservative like way more than like you know like a lot of the kids like when i was young like were like i don't even really remember a lot of the kids being conservative when i was young at all it's polarizing now yeah. Oh, yeah, and totally you know, is. and and when we were kids, like there were kids who were a bit liberal and kids who were a bit conservative. But you know what? We hung out together and we were yeah, nice to yep. each other. Kids these days, though, they have zero tolerance. Oh yeah, totally. Zero tolerance for kids who are on the other side of the the ideological spectrum. They don't fucking. They don't have anything to do with each other. Well, I and, think it's it, it's kind of social engineering in a way. Yeah, and if you think and about Jason's it, Jason's right. It's very polarized. It's so much more yeah. polarized than it ever was. Well, it's that's classic what I mean. divide and conquer. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and and yeah. what when they push this kind of social engineering where it becomes polarized and the the parties become more radical, it's like the harder it, the pendulum swings one way, it's going to swing back the other way just as hard in in a reactionary sense because yeah. it's like okay, well these people are getting radical. I got to get radical mm-hmm. in response. You know, so or, or it's just like kind of like builds and builds until it comes to a head. You can think of it as a boat and, and it lists and then it lists even further yep. the other way and then further mm-hmm. until yep. finally it fucking capsizes yeah, and everybody yeah, exactly. drowns. You know what you know what it makes yep. me do? What? Buy more food and water and ammunition. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> I'm I just I just finished the two hundred and ninety nine days series. You, you know what? You got your I'll high ground you picked out. I don't I don't prep because I fucking hate people or I want to go looting or anything like that. Look, it's just shit wise. hits the fan. I am yeah. boarding up my fucking windows. I am boarding up my door. You will not see me again until shit calms down. It's not about hurting anybody else. It's about no. not being fucked with. By any yep. of you stupid motherfuckers that caused I, th- this. I, is, ate, this is... I ate Top Ramen for a month straight in 2009. <laughs> you should get fucking, an award for I'm that. I'm not fucking doing that again. See, th- this is this is a prime example of like why they target people that are preppers because it's like those are the people that they know aren't going to be dependent on the state. Right. And that's that just highlights the fact that like okay those people are a threat because they're not willing to be dependent. Yeah, but we're not, not going to be threat. good little, little slaves that, that, and go along. No, but that's fucking, what I mean. Like the no, no, I know. You I are. know what you're saying. Yeah, but it makes me crazy when they say you're a threat. Who but am you're I not threatened? at all. That's, Who that's, have that's I what threatened? I mean. Like you're a threat to all the I ideology. Was, I'm threatening to what? Stay in my house and survive the fucking shit yeah. storm no, that you because, created? I don't mean, it, I don't mean you're, to threaten you're terms a, of like you're going to blow something the fuck up. You're a glitch in the matrix. Exactly. 
You're an outlier. You don't yep. you don't fit comfortably into their boxes. Yeah, well, their boxes are fucking bullshit. Fuck their boxes. And you, the, you can see that they're they're you know slowly engineering society towards that whole communist Chinese ideal that they got going on with the Sesame Credit, you know, social score, where it's like uh, Venezuela self so, reinforcing. Yeah. Oh well, they're gonna roll it out globally eventually. Yeah, they're, gonna, they're gonna try to. Venezuela is instituting that now. Um, that came out right after a story about three million people escaping socialism in Venezuela. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like when they're when things get too far outside the party line, they need no. something to combat. They need a that way to reexert yeah. their yeah, control it, and their exactly. authority. Back, yeah. back, back to the box, real quick. You guys remember Anarchy Goats? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, on this day, um, on my memories. It's uh, a banks a Banksy quote, and it says, "Think outside the box, collapse collapse the box, and take a fucking sharp knife to it." There you go. Box cutter, yeah. that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not the take a sharp knife to it type. I'm the fucking just leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be in your box. Okay, I yeah. know there's people who want to be in your box, and good for them. But you know what? You, I don't know why they fucking hate people like us so much. Why do you want to forcibly make us part of your fucking society? We're rabble rousers. We change people's minds. We cause you fucking mm-hmm. problems. We, we make waves. Why don't you just let us go? It's better <laughs> for you to have the ones yeah, that right? want to be there. Seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do you got to make us, like, we'll fucking cause problems for you. Why do you want to make us stay? I think the main reason why I caused problems in the first place is because of the fact that they want me to be like that. If they just left me the fuck yeah. alone, I wouldn't bother anybody. Yep. Right. I tell I tell people that all the time. Like, if we lived under, yeah. if we lived under a staunchly uh, constitutional government, I would have very little to complain about. Right. right. I would, well, yeah, of course, I'm I, I be would, limited I would in constitu- the scope. Right, I would still because... complain. I would still complain about some things, but right, uh, I would have very no constitution... way for a fucking police state to exist in that yeah. in the, under that structure. But as the constitution was written, it was a damn good attempt, mm-hmm. you know. And and if oh yeah, for monarchies been, and stuff, yeah, right. If it were anything more than just fucking lip service of rich white elite men who then didn't even follow it themselves, let alone all yeah, right. of their fucking <laughs> other people that came into their offices later. If it had been re- like religiously mm-hmm. adhered to, I, yeah, I wouldn't be an anarchist right now. Cause I would have very little to bitch know. about. I wouldn't, I would See, not yeah. either. Yeah. Like if I had to roll it back to any point, I'd say articles of confederation. Because articles. That'd be, right, it but would I mean, be better like, off if it was a yeah. loosely confederated, you know, group the, of states. The articles, right. the articles of confederation was, was a lot stronger on limiting the growth of federal government. Right. Well, yeah, because it right. was like it was all powers was regulated to the state. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and the, so the more of- local you can get with governance, if you can get it all the way down to the individual, that's ideal. Yep. Right. But the more local you can get it, the more power the people have over what, what's going on in terms of their elected, right. elected officials being corrupt. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if somebody what we're somebody's not going to pull like... some stupid shit if they live in a community where people are going to show up to their house at fucking 2 a.m. with pitchforks <laughs> and shit and fucking right. run them out of fucking town. But what yep. I'm saying is is that I don't, I don't <laughs> have to live in an, in an ideal world. A constitutional world would have been good enough 
where I mm-hmm. didn't feel like I had that much to bitch about. You know, yep. like yeah, but it would have been like good enough. Expanding government oh, reach, yeah. so yep. it's like and there's uh and in regards to like, the it's subject, your duty to speak up. The biggest yeah. mistake they made was to still keep preaching the fucking constitution, even as they were wiping their asses with it. Oh yeah, that's the big fucking mistake that they made. Um, with people like me anyways <laughs> you don't um, fucking make me take an oath to this piece of paper when i you know like when i join the military and then wipe your fucking ass with it and yeah. expect to maintain my loyalty yeah, because and, that's hypocrisy and in regards oh, in regards to this subject there's there's a really good opinion piece on on uh, theweek.com uh we should chop america up into seven different countries huh um and it, it's it, it basically outlines that I, that idea that like cultural three, regions kind of yeah re, like northeast south you know east the midwest the the west coast california or because i mean there are there are literally cultural regions mm-hmm. within this country like oh, yeah, like, definitely. like the deep south is like a cultural region yeah. like you know um but yeah it's 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 a, it's a really good article about uh about just that thing about how we're too different Coast to coast, north to south, east to west. Um, yeah, for a one cult- size culturally, all. culturally, we're 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 too different for exactly a one size fit all government. Like we yeah. all isn't that what the, the same states sort of were supposed to be though? The supposed states to be, were yes. supposed yes. to be yes. cultural regions, and people were supposed to be able mm-hmm. to take their pick and vote with their feet and yeah. yep. live yeah. um, in the cultural region that best fit. Yeah, themselves. we we have we have three three hundred twenty five million people flung across three point eight million square miles. A majority will always feel forgotten by Washington because they are. Yeah, consider well, that the house, consider that the House of Representatives has one member for every seven hundred forty seven thousand Americans. Well, yeah, and, anybody and who's the, not an electoral college delegate or a fucking yeah. lobbyist is forgotten by mm-hmm. Washington. I mean, yeah. Well, you, you got to think about this because the further government could become centralized, the more disconnected it becomes from the local populace, and that's why oh, I was yeah. saying if, it, if you can get governance down to at least the local level or whatever, like the right. more local you can mm-hmm. get it, the or better the neighborhood off you are level, because, or yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, like if you can get it back to the state level and then roll it back and roll it back until people can transition to like you know self governance. I think mm-hmm. that would be ideal because then that would be easier transition for people if, as opposed to say, you know, let's let's burn the whole thing down and then figure it out afterwards. Because yeah, yeah, but you know that the tide is pushing transi- the other transition. direction. Well, well yeah, not only the tide pushing the direction, but well, you can never vote for freedom. No, no. You can't. Well, no, that's no. the whole that's, thing, <laughs> and that yeah. that's the difficult position that you get put in. Right, mm-hmm. because it's like you really have no choice of scaling it back, because that's not up to you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. It's never. That's why, it's I, never say, been... that's why I say that education, mm-hmm. like person-to-person education about these principles, talking to people, opening their eyes to this. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's to me legitimately the actually, only actually, way. Actually, you can you can happen. You can you yeah. can break it. You can break it all the way down, and and um. I remember where I saw the quote. I remember the article about it, but it said that uh, um, a strong community makes police obsolete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Right, and you can you can scale that up from a, from a strong community to a strong town, to a strong yeah. city, like a, like a, even a, on even on Halloween, right? Okay, so my my driveway is the first one in our neighborhood, and mm-hmm. this is a neighborhood with a lot of um, children in it, mm-hmm. right? And everybody's got yeah. like 
one to four acres and you know, they're big houses and it's spread out, but we're the first driveway um, in the, in the neighborhood. And I'm sitting out at the end of the driveway with my little candy bowl because you know, they're big properties. So a lot of people sit out at the end of their driveway. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, And people were just screeching into the fucking neighborhood and gunning it, you know, cause everybody has somewhere to be. So I'm standing out there in the middle of the fucking road. You're like, slow the fuck down. With my flashlight, slowing yep. people down, making people stop yeah. and telling them, it is Halloween. Because, yeah, there are yeah, kids, kids all over these roads. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling and people, gonna be running out slow and... the fuck down. Yeah. If you yeah. kill my kid, I'm going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, like, and one of one lady that had come by and she's like, it's great you're doing this, but you could probably call the cops and they would, send a squad car and i was like no why i got it I'm exactly good. why like, I, I don't it. understand why people resort to that like if you can handle something on your yeah. own mm-hmm. i don't understand either. like I was why like, no, I got it. delegate that to like a fucking external you know right quote unquote authority like yeah. fuck i'm that. like i'm right like be here. responsible for your own driveway, shit exactly yeah and i'll fucking do it i don't mind doing it i'm standing here anyways like and i got a attitude, flashlight that kind of attitude that like that i mean not that like she got an attitude with you but you know what i mean no, like she the didn't. whole that she mind that really mind nice. that, no but i mean the mindset yeah is, is what is what plays yeah, the whole, fucking you don't so- have to society do that. yeah a exactly state agent for that yeah, yeah. no no i'll yeah, handle it I've seen, it's I've my seen, neighborhood mm-hmm. i care about the kids in this neighborhood that i that will me- take care yeah. of it uh, we we've actually talked about that mentality before um this this again it, it had to be it had to be uh, more than a year ago we talked about um, a neighborhood that put in speed bumps. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put in speed bumps, and the city came out and tore up the speed bumps because they didn't have a permit. A permit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I remember. Oh, that, there was yeah. also there was also one about a, a, they put they put in a stop sign or something like that. Um, and the the city came out and removed the stop sign. And then crosswalks, <laughs> and there's a place in Texas. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That had the crosswalks and the city mm-hmm. came and fucking removed those. Yep. Well, that's why, uh, you know, Carl Hess, like two of my favorite quotes by them, him, like, I, he's, the dude's got so many good, you know, yep. things that he wrote. Carl, but, Carl I mean, Hess like, is my two, homeboy. Yeah. Two of the things that he wrote that, like, really, like, to me, kind of like, were just like, you know, so simplistic, but like, wow, kind of things, you know, it was like the most revolutionary thing you can do is get to know your neighbor. Mm-hmm. And, the other one was in order to survive neighborhoods are going to have to secede. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I mean, who else you have the most in common with the people that you live the closest to. Yeah. No, no, and that's the have... problem is like, nobody wants to get to know their neighbor anymore. Yeah. Right. Not only it's so like, hard. People are have... so fucking antisocial these days. Well, that's what I mean. Not, like they yeah. used to be very community oriented. People used to like, you know, if you're out of sugar, you go over to your neighbor's house, they would uh-huh. hook you up. Whatever, right. you know what I mean? Like, like I, I remember that the bigger like that, government like, has gotten, like, how... the less important yeah. the neighborhood like, has I, I remember, I remember exactly. when, when I was little, we were living on, on Clearland Circle in West Pittsburgh, California, which is now called Bay And Point. that's not communism, by the way. No. <laughs> just fucking voluntarily no. helping people it's out. cooperation. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, we we lived on, kind of kind of on, on the corner of the of the long straight of the neighborhood. The neighborhood was kind of in a D shape. Um. And we and like the dads went out, and and measured off and and used spray paint, and drew us a football field in the middle of the street. Nice. nice. And there was probably fifteen of us, may, maybe eighteen of us that lived 
like on on that straightaway or, or right around the corner. Dude, street um, football was made for And him. that's what that's what like <laughs> every other day, every weekend we were out there playing football. The dads yep. were out there playing football. Like the, yep. the moms, the moms would bring out lemonade and we'd all hang out. And this wasn't like you know, this wasn't the nineteen forties and nineteen fifties. I mean this was like no. this was right. like the late nineteen eighties. Yeah, but my like, neighborhood in the eighties was very like much like that. Too. It was a cul-de-sac. Me. Like here and stuff like I that. I lived in a cul-de-sac in the eighties and it was just like that. Uh-huh. Like, I wish you it know? was like that still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the, I, I live I live in an apartment complex. Um, and we have about 20 apartments here, 22 apartments, something like that. And yeah. probably 18 of them, seven, 15, 17, 18 of them have kids. And the kids are always playing in the parking lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't happen anywhere else in our neighborhood. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, I believe it's because of the... The, the little community that we have here, the people that we have here. Um, I've lived in this apartment for almost 10 years now. Um, yep. And I know the I know the people in other apartments here for 15, 18, 25 years. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm familiar with them. I've talked to them. We know each other. Um, and then that allows us to associate with other people and bring them in and, and show them this little community. And we have we have a great little community here. When people when people come into the apartment complex fast, you'll hear people yelling, you'll hear people screaming, and they don't do it again. They're like yeah. people, people, people only speed into this apartment complex once, right? <laughs> and it's because of the strong community. Like like we all watch out for each other's kids, right? Yep. Yeah, and That's when I was growing be, up, it was there was a dead end road, mm-hmm. and like it dead ended right here, and then there were two cul de sacs coming off of it. And the next crossroad was like down here. So we had our own little like niche mm-hmm. in town yes. that was these two cul-de-sacs facing each other. And every house had kids, except for like the token, like two or three grandmas that were living on their retirement out, <laughs> you know, and all the kids would go to one of their houses for uh-huh. cookies. And, you know, we'd tell scary stories in a circle or whatever, you know, and it was just like, we were just like this semi like feral pack of kids that just <laughs> ran around right? everybody's <laughs> uh, like in the central central cul-de-sac areas and everybody's backyards and we all knew what the inside of everybody's houses looked like what there was to do and whose mom next and like and all the moms knew where we were at we'd the leave parents, one mom's the, house yep. and that mom would call the other moms and be mm-hmm. like, hey, the kids ran over to so and so's house, and we, yeah. it was just just make sure they all get there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's that that's, no, that's, that's how, how it was when I was how, growing up yeah. too. That's how it was here too. And and on top of that, like the other parents gave each other parent like permission to punish the kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Like yeah, so yeah, so you you oh, were yeah. you were accountable. You were accountable no no matter where you were at. To every yeah, adult exactly. in your little community. There's no fucking slipping up. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And then these days also kids are so over scheduled. Kids just don't have time to go out and play in the neighborhood anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I noticed that because there's just there's very few kids that ever come out after school anymore. Seven, seven or yeah, seven or eight hours of schooling plus you know an hour or two of homework. Yeah, yeah. and then activities, and then you know like like when I was, sports like, and stuff like that. I think like uh, what Nintendo came out in like 1989 or something like that, right? 
Uh, eight, uh, I want to say 80, that. 85. That's what I was, was it? 84, right. 85. Mm-hmm. Was it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. Anyway, I remember getting one, like, I think it was, like, around, like, 89. And even when I got that, it wasn't like I sat in the house and played video games all day. Like, I was always, like, oh. fucking, because, like, all my buddies within the neighborhood. We had one like, cartridge, Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt. We had right? one fucking cartridge. <laughs> <laughs> and there's only so much time you can spend playing that shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, well, only, like, only, like only, little brothers, only little or... brothers remember the name of the green guy. <laughs> Luigi. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> they always got stuck with Luigi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right. Do we have another article, by the way? Anything else? Yeah, I got a couple more articles. Um, oh. What time is it, though? Uh, like, like six more minutes. Yeah, we've got a few minutes. Um, 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 private firefighters. How about that? Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Kim and Kanye hire private firefighters to save their home and their neighborhood. Now let's um, start with this disclaimer. I hate Kim and Kanye, and I think they're fucking disgusting I human beings. I cannot stand them. I can't fucking stand them. However. No, that will not color my opinion yes. of what they did here. Uh, Kim Kardashian, Kanye West's $60 million mansion was unscathed in the devastating California wildfires thanks to a private team of firefighters they hired to battle the blazes. The power couple is being praised by neighbors in their Hidden Hills neighborhood for, for shelling out for a squad of smoke eaters who dug trenches in order to keep the inferno at bay. The couple's mansion is situated at the end of a cul-de-sac adjacent to a field that could have threatened the rest of the block had it gone up in flames. Neighbors told TMZ that Kardashian and West saved their homes. Good for them. Absolutely. Absolutely private good market, for them. That's a private and market And cap fucking fire department. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. And cap is fuck. Um, yep. And people are losing their minds over it. Yeah, well, yeah, because I mean, you're like gonna have your lefty kind of argument fucking, that, like, oh, like, it's not, it's not fair. To, yeah, it's not the fair to the rest of us that can't afford firefighters. Yeah, we can't. We couldn't afford it. Blah 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 yeah. blah. Well, see, it's funny because I was talking to a guy the other day, and he was like a transport transportation driver, right? And he said that this guy was complaining that it's not fair that uh, everybody can't bring their kids to Disney World, and he was like, "Well, you do understand that the people that do bring their kids there work their fucking ass off." To be able to afford that to bring their kid there, so it's not like they're privileged. They like actually had to fucking like achieve they saved that. Like, and they yeah, scrimped, exactly. And they yeah. yeah. Uh, for like, a lot of people, it's a once in a lifetime thing. Yeah, and and he was like, you know, it's it, he's like, that's what's fucking wrong with society is that you guys think that you're fucking entitled to everything, like you know, and it's, it doesn't yeah. work that way. Yeah, or that or that nobody is entitled to things that they've earned if it goes beyond what you've earned. Yeah, exactly. Like. You know, well, you, there's the whole this philosophy of the left is envy. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. It's the philosophy of envy. Yeah, you can't you, you can't create equality after the fact. No. In order no. in order to have equality after the fact, you have to hold back someone else or you have to steal from someone else. Yep. yep. The only the only true equality is the equality from the start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's the whole well, difference like, is that yeah. it's equality of opportunity over equality of outcome. But they'll say, Mm -hmm. we don't even have a quality of opportunity. Some people are born into wealthy families, blah, 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 blah. Opportunity isn't being able to pay for everything you want. Opportunity is there is nobody stopping you from earning it for yourself. Exactly. That is opportunity. That's how this world works. 
Yeah. The, the, you like you nothing's fucking giving to you ever. I mean, unless you do fucking are born into a wealthy family, which is fucking yeah. not very common. Let's right. just be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you know so what? everybody you fucking else you. has to go okay. out. Yeah. yeah. There's one less person that I have to struggle against to achieve what I want. You're already, you already have it. You know, you're not taking this job that I want, that I need to work. Yeah, and I'm not going to try and want. tear you down you because know? of what you fucking have. Right. Like, Congratulations. I'm just going to go That's out. Excellent. Yeah. Good yeah, job. Yeah, exactly. Well, not only that, but like but, successful people. Like, I don't look down on them like there's some kind of fucking you know, bad person because they're fucking rich right. or whatever. Like, you earn that, dude. Like, you know, you should right. be fucking proud of yourselves. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm happy for people's success, which is, like, that's yeah. the whole difference and between if you people can that have, like, a victim that, mentality. And, right. And if you can then use that to save your home and your neighbor's homes from a fucking yeah. wildfire, more motherfucking power to you. Exactly. I think yep. you're disgusting people. But you know what? More fucking power to you. Yep. I, I don't give a fuck. I mean, I personally think that you're fucking It's about disgusting. the principle, not the people. Right. But what you did in this case, good for you. Yeah. I, I don't have to condemn everything somebody does just because I think that they're a fucking miserable excuse for a human being. So Exactly. When somebody does something right, you got to you know give credit where credit's due. Exactly. Yeah. Give the devil his due. literally yeah (laughs) illuminati motherfuckers (laughs) yeah but i mean like why where does this mentality come from my house burned down and yours didn't that's not fair your house should have burned down too yeah right that's that's literally like holy shit (laughs) the way these people think yeah (laughs) so um it's a great way if i had enough money to buy my house or to like build my house out of fucking concrete and slate and insulate it against, you know, forest fires and shit. Would that also not be fair that my house didn't fucking burn down? Just make it out I, of nine eleven passports. You're right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you know, there's there's like like philosophically speaking, there's no difference between building your house to withstand firefighters. And hiring people after the fact to keep it safe from firefighters. Yeah. Both or from, from forest fires, wildfires. Both of them require extra money. You know? And so I mean, would would these people be just as pissed at somebody who lived in an underground bunker whose house didn't yeah. fucking burn down in the fire? Um the, you also... the campfire in Northern California, that's the one without all the celebrities. Right. Yeah. Uh, the total just updated. Uh, Seventy-seven confirmed dead. Ten thousand three hundred sixty-four houses. Two hundred fifty-nine apartment buildings. Four hundred eighteen businesses destroyed. Uh, just over one hundred fifty thousand acres. Full okay, con- so this uh, full containment is hoped by November thirty. Yeah. Well, and so how many people are missing? Example of a uh, yeah. thousand and fourteen. Wow. Yeah. So this is a prime example of the difference, the vast difference between private and, uh, you know, and public. Uh, I guess you could say public, you know, private sector but, and public sector. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's it's worlds apart in terms of uh, the ability to do their job efficiently. Yeah. Yep. And how did the condition one has incentive, the other doesn't because <laughs> of the fucking government. That's there you go. Oh, Jason, oh, I, what I was asking. I don't want to, it's, it's not, it's not 100% the government's fault. 
It is, right. it is well, I mean, not 100% it is a natural well, disaster. It, it is the, it is well, the libs in California that, like, don't want to endanger well, the fucking the no, wildlife. No, no, no. It's, it's not even, like, it's not even that. And, like, it's, clear it's the brush. That. And, um, that, ca- that bears responsibility. That ca- definitely carries part of the part of the responsibility. Other part of the responsibility uh, belongs to PG&E and, and the corporate uh, protect or the, the, the corporatism oh, yeah. that the state gives them, the artificial monopoly. Uh, the other part of it is uh, we're in a drought. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah, haven't we it. haven't had rain since May. Wow. Right. Right. Yeah, so do six it. six months, six and a half months now without rain. And, and you guys dry to the fucking bone. And you guys yeah. have those Australian self-immolating trees there, don't you? Uh, we do. <laughs> oh yeah, we, what a eucalyptus. We, we do have we do have some eucalyptus here. Uh, yeah. but the 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 campfire was started, started by started on on by wasn't camp, that like a back camp, surgeon of the grid or something? Uh, Camp Creek Road. It was started by a transfer, a PG&E transformer. PG&E is Pacific Gas and Electric. Yeah. That's our government-sanctioned monopoly. Guess guess who uh, sits utility, on the board of directors provider. for that? Oh, I didn't take it a step farther. I'll take it a step farther than that. Uh, uh, when the email came out that that PG&E admitted that they had a transformer sparking in that area, yeah. Uh, PG&E's stock dropped thirty percent the next day. Yeah, yeah. The day after that, the California Inspector General came out and said that if PG E is to blame, we don't want them to go bankrupt. They were going to bail huh. them out. They promised the, to bail them out. The stock dropped. The stock jumped forty percent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guess who? Guess and who's so on the board of directors? Roth, Rothschilds. Forty. Mm-hmm. The Rothschilds are on the board no, of directors. But, like, oh, surprise! surprise. <clears throat> so I mean, yeah. uh, we we can we can go into the, the whole. <laughs> Government monopoly on, on you know uh, government sanctioned monopoly on this. Um, right. With the government. Well, let's like let's after, just say that after there the, are the, the San the San Bruno gas line explosion a couple of years ago. Last year, last year the the Santa Rosa fires right went through Napa Valley through the wine country and all that good stuff. Yep. Right, killed killed dozens of people, hundreds of thousands of acres of land burned, of homes destroyed, businesses destroyed. Right. August of this year, the. California State Senate sent a bill to Governor Moonbeam's desk, and Governor Brown signed it, allowing PG&E to raise their rates to pay for that lawsuit. Wow! So they took it out on the customer. Yes. After San Bruno, after the San Bruno gas line explosion. That's like the same thing with the banker bailouts when fucking. That's exactly what it is. Two thousand eight. That's it's it's (laughs) corporate. So So, there's there's that aspect of it. So let's say that there are ten. Factors that contributed to these fires and how bad three, they are. Three, three, ma- three major factors. Three major. Well, but factors. I'm just, I'm just saying in general. Uh-huh. Let's say if there were ten factors, seven of them were created or exacerbated by government. Yep. You know, and I, like that's yes. how these surprise, things surprise. typically go. Yes. Like absolutely. it. it oh, and the, the the funny thing yeah. is, they get tons of federal aid too now. Right. Uh-huh. After after the whole resistance thing, after you know mm-hmm. bashing Trump, then they begged Trump for money. Yeah, <laughs> the irony and, is fucking well, palpable. That's, but it's that's not the, really that's Trump the that they're begging. I mean, that's, it's not that's his the money. state, right? That's the state yeah. begging it. It's the not area, any of their money, really. The, 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 <laughs> the area, Paradise, Paradise, California, Butte County, uh, yeah. north, Northern California. It's like eighty miles north of Sacramento. Uh, that is a conservative area. Yep. Right, they're they're largely ignored by the state until something like this happens. Yeah, well, like you were saying, like a lot of the um, that's up in like Redwood area. territory, right? Uh, no, I mean, Redwood's on the, Redwood's on the coast. 
This is at oh, this the, is more eastern. This is this is on the eastern side of the valley, uh, okay. in the in the, the foothills. Right, uh, gotcha. Paradise Paradise was actually one of the stopping points for the original um, stagecoach runs. Okay, and it's it's one of the jumping off points into the into the northern Sierra Gold countries. Gotcha. Oh, nice. All right. Yeah. So right. Like, I was for like, some reason thinking it was closer to the coast. I don't. You know. were saying okay. you were saying that um, pretty much all the outlying area, uh, you know, from like the the urban areas within California. You said you said they're pretty much all conservative anyway. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, the the conservative area or the 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 urban areas, the San Francisco Bay Area, the L.A. area, Sacramento for the most part. Those are the those are the larger the three larger areas in California in terms of urban urban environments. Yeah. All Democrat. Yeah. Outside, no, of outside of those areas is largely conservative. Even into yeah. like the redwoods up into Humboldt County, Modoc County, um, that area up there. Even that's yeah, that's even, that's even be, libertarian. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, believe it or not, well, Oregon they, they and Washington see... are the same. It's the big oh, cities yeah, it's that the, run the, the everything. Port, the Portland area, well, like a lot of Portland, people, like, Eugene, Seattle. consider themselves Seattle. Democrats, see that Democrats aren't anything like they cl- ever claimed to be. And they said, well, fuck that. And they went libertarian because they were like, okay, well, these guys are actually about freedom. Mm-hmm. Well, there, there's a very um, live and let live vibe. Yeah. To parts it's, of it's, it's California, like to, to the Redwood Coast. Well, anytime su- you get southern, out into more southern rural Oregon. areas, anytime you yeah, get absolutely. out into more rural it, areas, it's like over that in, here in it's upstate the same New York. Way. Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys, you guys are familiar with the uh, the state of Jefferson, right? Yeah. The 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 secessionist movement like of yeah, northern yeah. northern California, southern Oregon, Paradise yeah. falls into that Jefferson area. Okay. It's it's the it's the it's toward the southern end of of the what would be the state of Jefferson. Yeah, that's like the uh, they they had that proposal they were trying to get pushed through, or they were doing a petition or whatever for a they, two state two state solution in New York, and it was going to be New Amsterdam and New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, there which was all, be like all yeah, of all of a, upstate. There was there was a push to split uh, Washington a couple years ago too, Eastern Washington and Western Washington. Yeah, um, yeah, it didn't happen. But like the well, I mean, because like people are so fed up in New York in terms of like the. Like the vast like difference, uh, uh, yeah. Or, or again, like, again, just, upstate and downstate, it's like it, it goes. It goes to to representation. Yeah, yeah. And they, like, they can I, they control I the whole not, fucking yeah. state down in the city. Yeah, yeah the cities I, always do. Yeah, I do not feel representative by my state government, my no, county government, or my federal government. No, me neither. No. Well, we're, the higher we're, it goes, we're the, the less represented you feel. You know? Yeah, we're, we're paradise. <laughs> Butte County, Butte County is largely a conservative area. Um. If yeah. if I if I lived in Butte County, it would be a lot easier for me to get a concealed weapon permit. But huh. I, I it's it's almost impossible for me down here in Costa Why, County. Is it like kind of varied county to county? Uh, yeah, be, the county sheriffs are are what sign your concealed weapon permit. And California is yeah, okay. a May, California is a May issue state. If so, I will, so more conservative counties. Um, uh, El Dorado, Butte, Redding. Yeah, they're going to be more likely to. Uh, they're going to be more likely, whereas opposed yep. to the the Bay Area, L.A., Sacramento County, they're not. And likely. where I live, if I wanted, if I cared about their permission mm-hmm. and wanted to get <laughs> a, a carry, a concealed carry permit, all I have to do is fill out an application, give them my mm-hmm. fingerprints, fifty bucks, and copy my DD two fourteen, and they will issue me. 
I don't have to fucking, I don't have to, it's not like a petition or anything. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you tell them you want it and you pay the fee. And especially yep. if you have a DD 214 and you've served in the military, yeah, absolutely. they will issue, they're a will issue state. Like, well, I mean, the more likely, I mean, like if you've had experience with a firearm, they're going to be like, okay, well, you know, yeah. it's not some inexperienced, like, Dude, you know, fucking like, rookie. Most, the, the vast, the vast majority of, of police officers, they fire about a hundred rounds a year in practice. And mm -hmm. 40 of that is for their recertification test. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, enthusiasts on shoot the clip? way more than that. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> so. 100 rounds is like <sighs> a fucking, you know, light day at the range. Exactly. That's what I was going <laughs> to say. A like, you know, like, hundred <laughs> round, rounds is a quick day at the range. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Of course, in California, it's like going to the casino and spending a hundred dollars. Like, yeah, of course, in California, that's like that's, that's, that's ten. That's ten magazines that in California. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Yeah, that's yeah. That's all. That's only like three and a little bit magazines out of a standard capacity AR. Yeah. Well, like you guys know that I don't vote, but I did like Larry Larry uh, Sharp's platform for governor of, the, of New York because he actually uh, proposed decriminalization of weed as opposed to legalization. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to... Um... I am I am not a fan of legalization. Me yeah, either. no, that, that's... When I saw that, I was like, oh, wow. I was like, Larry that's still permission. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, no, like, okay. No, okay. Like decriminalization means that, like, you can grow in your own home and, like, you know, whatever. It's like not a yeah, it means that they anymore. don't yeah. fuck with it anymore. Yeah, yeah exactly. Not only, yeah. Not, only is legal, yeah, not only is legalization permission, but it's you giving more of your money to the government. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's regulation. It, they become your drug dealer. It's taxing. Yeah. It's, yeah. Here, yeah. The, the, the state of California, I think, I think it's like a. I think it's like eighteen percent tax or something like that in the state of California. And then each county, mm -hmm. each county has their own tax, and each city has their own tax. And in my area, it's like forty percent tax on Jeez. recreational cannabis. It's yeah. So yeah, he wanted to de he wanted to decriminalize. Uh, Hasht hashtag black markets are beautiful. Yeah. He wanted to decriminalize marijuana and hemp mm -hmm. uh, for industrial production. Um, yeah, like a lot of really good fucking proposals that I've like I've never yeah. heard anybody like in terms of a libertarian running for governor like propose, and I was like, oh wow. Oh, oh you know okay. what? He only Hold got, on. he only hey, got, hey, he only hey. got no, ninety thousand votes, and I was like, really? Listen to what happened in Virginia, though. The Virginia state legislature totally swung the opposite direction from their super fucking puritanical stance on marijuana. Yep. And they've decided that they're just going to stay out of it for medical marijuana, and they're going to leave it up to the to the doctor and their patient. It's going to be between yep. the doctor and the patient. That's and this cool. was this huge swing from the way that Virginia had been before. Yeah, because they had pretty good draconian fucking laws in terms of Oh, that. hell yeah, they did. Um, yeah. But you know what? And I, I guarantee you I could get it like that. But will I? No. Uh, no. Well, because, well, because you know then... why? Because then they're going to think they can come and take my fucking guns away from me. Exactly. That's what I was just going to say. That, that's that's their ploy. That's yeah. their ploy too with the whole medical marijuana thing because a lot of those states, if you have a medical marijuana card, you're not entitled to your Second Amendment rights. Right. Yeah. And you know what? Fuck you. And not that not that, that would stop a lot of people. You know, because it's like not that your Second Amendment right allows you to. Them. There's actually a uh, there's <laughs> yeah, actually there's actually a lawsuit. <laughs> A lawsuit that was recently filed in Philadelphia 
by a doctor, uh, right? By, by a doctor that yeah. uses medical marijuana. Uh-huh. Um, he was denied it. He was denied a firearm. Uh, oh shit! D- denied a firearm uh, for the Nick's check for the background check. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he, he has a medical marijuana card, and he yeah. filed he filed a lawsuit. So that's gonna yeah. be that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, and you well, know, Pennsylvania's got I some pretty understand. draconian laws for weed too. I think that everybody who thinks that people who use marijuana shouldn't have guns. I think every single one of them needs to fucking smoke marijuana at least once in their life. Yeah, I because think you're you know like what? Le- less think... likely to use a firearm when you're high. Hell unless yeah, you're, you're like, are. unless you're smoking a blunt in the likely. range or something. If know, more, if bottom. more, po- if more politicians <laughs> smoked pot, they'd, there'd be less of them advocating for nuking people for not turning their ARs. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If they we might could actually quit get... their job too. If we could just get everybody in the world high at the same time drop be pot or preferably shrooms drop drop and blunts not bombs yeah D- yeah DMT, bombs not bombs dmt nukes yeah for real get everybody <laughs> in the world stoned at the same time fucking world peace seriously because you know and sometimes all you need is like until there's a armistice. shortage of pizzas you just need armistice for a little bit for people to look around and wonder why the fuck they're killing these. I other think it people. should be. I think it should be required for police to smoke pot. Like, yeah, for real. Because maybe maybe they'd like actually wake up and be like, "Wow, I'm being a real scumbag. Like, how can I yeah. do this?" Or <laughs> like, you, know, you know, or somebody will be like acting weird, and they'll be like, "Wow, why are they acting like that? Like, I wonder if there's something wrong. Is there? <laughs> right. I mean, they, maybe are they they'd be more compassionate like too." Exactly. Like they maybe actually you're driving serve like the that they're having a blood sugar crash and it shouldn't taste the fuck out of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, just an idea. Yeah, like, tase them until they have fucking heart failure. Yeah. But it's a non lethal weapon. But so you know what? Cops gravitate <laughs> towards shit that amps them up like cocaine. We all yeah. know that cops yep. oh, yeah. favorite drugs are steroids and cocaine. Yep. Oh, yeah. And that they is love the drink and do blow. wrong direction. Oh, yeah. yep. And adrenaline. It yeah. makes you like belligerent. Yeah. And aggressive. Yeah. Well, that's oh, what yeah, happens. Totally. That's what happens when you sue for the right to not hire high IQ individuals. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you have no constitutional well, obligation well, to protect low, people. Low, low IQ individuals are more apt to aggression too because they're like they don't know how to express themselves in an intelligent yep. manner. Yep. Right. They're also they're also less likely to question their orders. And yeah, they're more well, susceptible to they're more susceptible to their own emotions mm-hmm. manipulating their behavior. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because all fucking, the reasons all the yeah. reasons that they sued. Yeah. Yeah. All the reasons why they're fucking perfectly suited for that job. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of uh, bastards. All the reasons why that job shouldn't fucking exist. Oh. Right. Yep. Well. All right. I think on that note, yeah. we're uh I think it's almost time. Time, time for some of us. Yeah. Can I do? So... Can I do a quote to end us out? Sure. Give us a quote. All right. I got one by uh, Mr. Henry Hazlitt. Ooh, he's a good one. The whole gospel of Karl Marx can be summed up in a single <laughs> sentence: Hate the man who is better off than you are. Never under, never under any circumstance admit that his success may be due to his own efforts. To be, uh, to the productive contribution he has made to the whole community always attributed success to exploitation the cheating 
the more or less open robbery of others. Never under any circumstances admit that your own failure may be owing to your own weakness or that failure of anyone else may be due to his own defects, his laziness, his incompetence, his improvidence, or stupidity. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a good one. Yep. Yep, and on that note, I think we'll sign off. I want to, do want to say happy birthday to Slinky. I yeah. Know you're not, I know you're happy not watching. Birthday, happy birthday, you fucking yep. faggot. 42 years old. <laughs> fucking call me. Fucking call me. So, I got and, one yeah. for you right here, buddy. Yep. Yep. And on that Love note, Slink. sit on it and spin. Have a happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Don't start no shit. Enjoy your family. Tell them you love them. We're yep. the big bird. And uh, Peace. we'll catch you next time. Peace.